0: Hello everyone and welcome to The rewatchment where we don't review movies, we re-review them. We take an old movie that you may not have seen for a while but have a strong opinion about and we test that opinion we see if it holds up. Is it as bad as you remember? Is it as good as you remember? Today we're looking at 1993 The Sandlots, directed by David Evans, who uh, I didn't even look up what else he's directed, I, but that is not a name that rings a bell, uh, starring a whole bunch of kids. James Earl Jones, Dennis Leary, Karen, Karen Allen, who you guys were like, why do I recognize her? <laughs> it's Marion from *Rose Lost Ark*, and um, and Art LaFleur. <laughs> Bobby D as the Babe, Bobby D in the flesh. <laughs> I am T.C. Dewitts. With me, as always, Bento over here. I'll be and your Huckleberry back again. Ah, that was a ah. There we go. Steve, how's it going? Hi. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> How you guys doing?
1: Hand claps. Hand claps. Hand
0: It's claps. Right, fantastic. Well, we uh, just got finished watching the movie, so we will discuss it first. And after we've had a conversation about it, we'll do a second segment on news and catch up with each other.
1: Second segment. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first off, when's the last time you guys saw this movie, Steve? I watched the
2: first half of it a month or two ago. Okay.
0: You actually suggested this. Yeah, because I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, when so you, how did you feel about it going back into it?
2: I like it. It's it's a big nostalgia piece. Yeah, here. yeah. It reminds you of being a little kid. Like, <laughs> it was all summer long, basically mm-hmm. watching this over and over again because You should have gone out and TV. played baseball instead of watching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went swimming. You failure. <laughs> ben, when's the last time you saw this? I believe I've seen this pretty recently. Within at least the last two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's pretty fresh still. I can't
0: remember the last time I saw it. It probably was in the last few years, yeah. maybe like the last five years or less. Uh, but oh man, I always, I've always liked this movie. I, i I think I've said it on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. I think this is one of those best movies ever that would never be on a best movies ever list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and that's not just nostalgia speaking. I was, I tried to watch it this time with a critical eye, and there's so much that works in this movie. And we can discuss it shortly. But, uh, I mean, do you, how do you guys feel? I mean, do, is this... I mean, you remember it fondly, seeing it again now. Does it still hold up? Like, what, do you, what are some of the thoughts you might have on this?
2: I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, uh, kind of like growing up, making friends. Yeah. It's well, awesome.
0: So, for those of you who may not remember the Sandlots, uh, and this is the sand, the only Sandlot. I'm not talking about the two sequels. Did you guys know there's two sequels to this movie? Yes, I knew there I do. was a the second one. There is... There are two sequels to this movie. The second one is a pretty much an exact remake, except set in modern day. I don't know. I think it came out in the early two thousands, <laughs> and they added uh, they had like some girls added to the team as well. But it's literally the same script. Like they didn't even try. Mm. And I wow. didn't. I've never even seen the third one, but I'm not going to bother. We're talking about the original Sam. I don't care about those crappy sequels. But the only Sam. <laughs> but for those of you who may not remember, uh, Scotty Smalls moves to a new town, courtesy of his stepfather getting a new job, apparently, Um, but still goes out of town for work, weirdly. Um, (laughs) So Smalls moves to a neighborhood. He has no friends. Um, It's established that he's spent the last three summers just hanging out in his bedroom with his erector set, which is like metal tinker toys, which is like uh, wooden Legos, which are the plastic things you can buy that the video games are based upon, kids, (laughs) <laughs> uh, he is taken under the wing of Benny Rodriguez The neighborhood baseball all-star Who drags him out to the local baseball back lot And absorbs him into his team uh, They had a ninth player who left town Who moved away And he's coldly welcomed into the group Until he can prove he can catch and c- catch and throw
2: <laughs> Benny's such a good guy
0: <laughs> Benny is a good guy We, we talk about him in just a moment uh, and what follows is a series of vignettes of adolescence in, the, in 1962, very uh, innocent uh, perspective of a tw- about a 12-year-old kid, and uh, the real plot of this movie really is just experience in the summer, coming down to the final climax, which is hitting the Babe Ruth baseball over the fence, and Benny jumping over it and racing Hercules the dog until... They all live Happily Ever After playing baseball.
2: <laughs> whenever I Woo-hoo! think back on this movie, I think of the plot just being, we got to get the baseball back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all I ever think but about. But no, that's the last- I'm f- making out with the hot chick,
0: <laughs> but you know. <laughs> it's only the last 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie that is the actual get the baseball back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was the third pickle. It was the third pickle, that's right. <laughs>
0: the final pickle. Uh, the
1: final pickle.
0: Uh, but you're right. Benny is a- First of all, I and Ben, I say this for your sake because- this is just you know where my head's at, being friends with you. The hero of this movie is Hispanic.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah. Benny yes.
0: Rodriguez is the hero of this movie, and it's, uh, it's something that this is set in the 60s. Um, and we can, we can discuss the cultural. Is it uh, the 60s? Or yeah, the 60s? 1962. Yeah, 62. Okay. Uh, we can discuss that in a moment, but uh, it, Benny is, like you said, Steve, a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't think twice about helping, it, helping out Scotty or anybody. He's awesome. Like I
2: can be your hero, <laughs> baby. Like
0: right from the get, gives him the glove, gives him a hat. He welcomes him, welcomes him to the team.
2: He's just giving everything away.
0: <laughs> he he pays for all of them to go to the festival. Mm. He's like it's on me, guys. And he's the man. <laughs>
1: he sets up Smalls to look good in front of the whole gang when yeah. he uh, gave him a nice fly flyer yep. in the outfield yep. so he can he's, catch it. He's like just a whole I'll day. take care of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and then. I I really appreciate all the characters in this movie are are individuals. Even even though there's Timmy and Tommy, Tommy's the little brother who repeats everything Timmy says. Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> uh, what, what, it, what character jumps out at you guys? You had some things to say about Ham. He's such a dick. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a child. <laughs> such an ass though, all the time.
2: All the time. Always running his mouth.
0: <laughs> a little bit, little. Uh, montage sequence, him talking shit from the behind oh the camera. Okay. <laughs> your <laughs> crap. There? <laughs> <laughs> She's naked. Shut up! Shut up, Porter! You think <laughs> she'll date me? <laughs> you think she'll go on me?
2: It feels like they got that from, like, bitcher Got a Big Butt or whatever.
0: Yeah, but this was 93. When was Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year was probably around the same time, but I'm going to say after. I'm going to say probably 95, 96, somewhere there. Gauntlet There's no rogue. way to know. There's no way to know. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way to know.
1: If only there was some advanced technological search engine that my could God. answer all our questions. There's
0: just no way. So so Ben, what are what are some thoughts on the movie? You know what? This is
1: like the one constant in my life. I can always go back to this and never be disappointed. If anything like you you were talking about TC, I can always fish for something new. And like I was actually really moved watching this, especially the latter end when everyone starts like talking about moving away. Mm-hmm. I think it's because maybe we're getting older and then we're kind of like coming to gri- grips of like that reality when your friends move away and whatnot so that was like a really cool uh, aspect of the film and um like totally agree with your sentiment about how every character stands alone and has their own personality like even though it's hard to remember their name sometimes mm-hmm. i knew their purpose and i knew what roles they filled yeah. on the team so uh yeah it's fantastic and i love I love Yeah Yeah so much. <laughs> he's so stupid. <laughs> yeah Yeah. <laughs> he's like that. He's like your overly confident friend that's like actually overly incompetent. <laughs> I love when he
0: comes up from being dangled over and he's like. <laughs> oh, by the way, I I would love to just take this movie and make an, a montage of all of the kids screaming. <laughs> I think at least at least uh, at least. I'd say fifteen percent of this movie is just the kids comically screaming. It's just yeah. a third of it
1: screaming. There's a lot
2: of screaming. <laughs> and can I just
1: say I miss, I miss it when kids say shit in PG movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Oh or, shit! Or bitching. Bitching. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was so eighties tastic. Late early nineties tastic.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: I love uh, the the moment that always kind of makes me. That really touches me is the the scene with the fireworks it's first of all ray charles america the beautiful is playing which is already a moving song and the imagery of the fireworks going off and benny is so laser focused on playing the game that he doesn't look up and it's just it's a it's a great moment in the movie that i don't know it always it always gets me like the 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 dedication of benny his his absolute just determination to be the best mm. baseball player he can be, yeah. and and never in a cruel way. He's he doesn't talk shit to the the asshole baseball team. Mm, no. He's so kind, like he's just a genuine heart. He's he's a real hero. Yeah. I know it's silly to talk about Sandlot and like bigger bigger uh, themes and a, on a larger spectrum, but um, he's such a great hero. He's such a heroic yeah. character, and and he's not the main character. Hmm. we've We discussed this, I know I discussed it with Sholzi, and I know I've discussed it with you. It's kind of interesting when the protagonist and the main character are two different people in the movies, yes, in a movie, hmm. yeah, and I, and I think it takes a real uh, ability to craft a script to pull that off, yeah, because Scotty's the main character, hmm. but Benny's the hero, like he's the protagonist,
1: and I think it was yep. important to um have the story told through Scotty's lens too because, like you said, it's, Benny is so humble. And so, like, filled with humility, he would never talk of himself in that high of a regard. Mm-hmm. But Scotty would. He wouldn't. He would not yeah. hesitate to tell the legend of Benny the Jet. Runner yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I thought that was a really, um, it was really clever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the script is so well crafted. It's the the perspective of a twelve year old. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the dog would be the size of a building. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the legend of what what this summer was yeah. is 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 just written so well. But but the the simple. I mean it seems simple but there's often times where exposition is so ham-fisted that it, it's ro- eye-rolling but like the erector set right from the, in the first five minutes the uh, the introduction of Hercules the dog through moments of the fence um, uh, what else I there's a couple other moments of, oh the ball, right away yeah. the first time mm-hmm. you see Bill, Dennis Leary's character as, as Scotty's stepdad, he's placing Babe Ruth's ball mm-hmm. on the, on the mantel yeah. Like such great foreshadowing to all the moments that pay off later in the movie. It's yeah. really great. It's it's Nolan esque, if I may. <laughs> no, no, no. no I just <laughs> geek it out there. Um, is the ball still spinning. <laughs> <laughs> ball. Ball. Uh, but not just not this. It's not just the script that impresses me because it there, it is rare for a movie to be vignettes. Yes, Like, this movie. 93, that's ahead of its time to have such a YouTube-style yeah. ADD presentation of a story. Because mm-hmm. you could just watch scenes from this movie. So if you were watching the DVD, you could just skip to a chapter, watch that chapter, and it's a great short film. It it You could break up this whole movie into a freaking web series, yeah. like five minutes at a time. <laughs>
1: series of microfilms. Yeah. And it's really, and it's the way Scotty tells the story as the narrator. It's really cool because it's like... It's almost like a collection of memories. Yeah. Like having sitting around the, I don't know, just like sitting around your uncle and him like re- recollecting his uh, childhood memories and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that's, that was really cool. and um, you know, what I really enjoyed about this film, especially watching it now, is that like just like how small the Sandlot is, mm-hmm. like that's how small their world is. But it, to, in their eyes, it was like enormous.
0: It was Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the transition at the end when you go from sixty two to unquote present day yeah <laughs> and it transitions from sandlot overlaid to dodger stadium mm. they didn't match it base to base yeah they did the whole stadium mm. on top of the sandlot it's such a, a a brilliant visual yes to represent their world yeah the, the size of their world
1: yeah and and it's because their world was so small like all the events in their lives were made to be much bigger more hyperbolic than <laughs> it actually was and that's so cool because that's how we thought back then mm-hmm. like everything Every little thing was such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. The dog was bigger than it is. And,
0: and if you got in trouble, you thought your life was over. My <laughs> life is over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at ah, the beginning when he misses the ball and they're all laughing at him, he's just, Scott's like, my life is over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it was told in such an authentic way. That's why it, it stands the test of time. Because like, kids' movies are written in such like an adult lens. Like, it's almost um, condescending.
0: It's very pandering. Yeah. yeah. It, it's... This this movie is about a childhood, but it's from the the, the narration of an adult. it yeah. ha, it's it it is like The Stand mm-hmm. in that uh, that's Stephen King. It's uh, uh, Stand by Me. I'm sorry, Stand by Me. Yeah, not The Stand. God no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stand. different different Stephen but, King title with like the word Stand in it. But. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's like Stand by Me in yeah. that it's it's or um, uh, I don't know. I don't want to not not Goonies necessarily, but it has that same. Like a
1: ragtag band of like oh, yeah. goofy kids, like going on an adventure.
2: This definitely evokes goodies for me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, uh, Super 8, I think, was a good, mm. yeah. like a more recent one that. Uh, well, let's talk about the acting of these children. Yes, child actors are not good. Okay, <laughs> so when you have good child actors, mm. and let alone nine of them, yeah, that's really impressive from both the kids and the director, mm. Spielberg. Has directed children masterfully in the yeah. past, um, but I, I can think of you think of any Disney Channel movie, <laughs> any, yeah. uh, like made by Nickelodeon, made f- like there's some really crappy kid actors out there. <laughs> it's, yeah,
1: it's it's I want to know how he did it. Like I want David Evans, right? Yes, I yeah. would like to know how he did it because I've been on sets when directors have tried directing children, mm-hmm. and instead of really directing them, they do line reads instead. They say it's, say it this way. Yeah, it's more say like it this way, mimicry. Yeah. And, and when I, you know, I had the pleasure of actually talking to Richard Donner and asked him about the Goonies and stuff like that, he said directing children is the hardest thing he ever had to do. <laughs> and so I just want to know, like, what did he tell them on set and how did he direct them? Because it's impressive. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I have to wonder if they spend a lot of time together hmm. becoming, becoming friends before sticking them on set and say you know, regurgitate your lines. Because there are shots in this movie that you can edit around child acting. There yeah. are child performances in the past in film that are the accomplishment of a very fine editor, <laughs> but there are shots in this movie that there are long takes, Yes. and they don't cut away from these kids talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really freaking impressive.
1: And they do so in a group, too. Mm-hmm. And like it feels not. so natural. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one of the... It's what I like about Goonies. It's what I liked about Super 8, mm-hmm. is the how... Genuine, those child child interactions yeah. are. That's really quite impressive, and they're all they are all great. There's some great lines. Pe- people know lines from this movie. I I would ha- wager a fair bit of money that there are people who quote this movie without knowing they're quoting it. Yes, you know you're killing sure. me, Smalls. Mm-hmm. Forever, like those two at the <laughs> very least yeah. are yeah. a pop cultural nomenclature yeah you play <laughs> ball like a girl <laughs> actually let's let's segue into that let's segue into that because you you commented on bill you know handshaking his son yeah that boy it was a colder time back. <laughs> oh yeah uh and the be good it's son so you're the man now you're the man of the house <laughs> um there are sexist comments that are products of the time for mm-hmm. example Uh, You play ball like a girl, which is like the end-all, be-all insults to those boys. Mm. Um, Scotty feels absolute shame that his mother, a (laughs) grown-up girl, knows who Babe Ruth is, and he didn't know.
1: (laughs) Not (laughs) Marion!
0: I don't think those are wrong. I don't don't hear those moments or see those moments in the movie and and cringe. Hmm. I think they are perfectly fine. It's the time period. I mean, it's the innocence of you. When as I was well. a little boy,
2: we were like, "Ew, girls, yeah, they yeah. got cooties," <laughs> and then you know, we hit puberty. Like, hey, girls, <laughs> Hey, girls.
0: Well, hey, you could see already they were confused yeah. <laughs> by by Wendy Pepper Peppercorn. Yeah. Um, how do you? Ben, you know, what do you think, Ben? Like, do, is that sexism? It didn't like. I mean,
1: because I've watched the movie so many times, it's not like. I watched it through a different lens and it's maybe I grew up a little differently, but we, we had like intermingling a lot in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of, um, we had a lot of girls like in our gang and stuff like that. So, I mean, we joke about it. We joke about that movie with them all the time, but, um, I think it's just funny cause like I think on a broader scale, like we, we say, yeah, it's okay. It's a product of its time. But like who says it's a product of its time? You know what I mean? Like it's all grown <laughs> men who, who said it that way. So, I mean, Maybe there were girls back then who were who were with them and stuff like that, but we just kind of erased them from history. So,
0: they it's um, there's a moment where they invite Scotty and he's like, "Hey, he's a ninth man, yeah, or a ninth player." And yeah, yeah, says, "Yeah, so it's my sister. You don't see me inviting her out." <laughs> so there are moments like that in the in the movie. However, this is one of the most inclusive groups there could be. Yeah, for not okay, not only the 1993 to have mm. a nice diverse. A nice diverse cast. You know, uh yeah yeah. Uh uh Danny yeah, is white though. <laughs> is he okay, well De Nunez yeah. is um is black. Yeah. You have uh, uh uh and Benny being Hispanic. Yeah. You know, and we don't know I mean this was filmed in Utah, so it's pretty impressive for Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we don't know if that's where the movie was set, but that's yeah. where it was filmed. Uh but they're a very inclusive group. Yeah. Um I forgot where I was gonna go with that. I, cause I thought yeah, yeah, it was Hispanic. <laughs> He's just very tan apparently. <laughs>
1: no, yeah, no, you're right. There's nothing like inherently oh.
0: wrong, but there is like a big picture conversation it's, to be had. <laughs> but here, let's let's change it though. Yeah. Let's change let's look at the big picture of that town. Yeah. Nineteen sixty two. That town was okay with De Nunez swimming in that pool. Mm. Not a single person made there was no now, is that because of the lens that Scott was telling it from as an adult as an adult lens? Or are we seeing enough of the the, the reality of that town that it was fine to have a, a a black kid and a Mexican swimming in a pool. Like there was no Jim Crow.
1: If it was like West Coast, then that would make more sense. Yeah. Like if it was based in California. Like we whatever. thought Southern California. That was it looked guy. like Southern California, yeah. but
0: um
2: I assume anything that's not labeled
1: is Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to ask the, the guy who, whoever wrote this. Yeah, like David what, Evans wrote it as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. So it must be based on the childhood and whatnot. Possibly. I would love to ask him about it because, like, I mean, we hear about stuff like that, but we don't really know what it was like. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That would be a great question to ask him.
0: I, just, I thought know. that was an interesting Aspect that either wasn't explored or that they did it without a second thought. I was like, yeah, whatever. Those kids all went to the same pool. Yeah, make a deal about it. Go ahead.
1: It was cool. Like that's why, I, even as a kid, even though I didn't understand it, I thought it was cool. Cause, like, <laughs> it would have been like, for a really shitty
2: kids' movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <But> <laughs> Jim Crow the musical. Well, <laughs> the thing is that
0: if if that was if it was something that they were afraid to address, they wouldn't have put the scene in there. They would have found a different way. Yeah. To tell that, yeah. that vignettes, and I think that it's 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 neat that it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, we might be overanalyzing. It might be something that uh, the you know David Evans and the company producing this film are like, let's just not talk. Let's just not worry about the. But at the same time. Uh, I pointed out uh, Jackie Robinson's card is right behind Scotty yeah. in a scene. Um, James Hank, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Uh, when Squints tells the story of Mr. Myrtle, 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 he's a white dude. He's a white dude. When they yeah. finally see him, I he's black. And Interesting. I, and. And and uh, and Hank Aaron breaks Babe Ruth's record, and mm-hmm. ha- and he was like, "Can I keep this card? This is pretty cool." So yeah. I think there is a subtle. Conversation uh, like in there somewhere. I yeah. think there is something being said by not blatantly addressing these, but having those moments in there. It was
1: done intentionally with a purpose. I don't think it was like, you know, colorblind. Yeah. Everyone's the same stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I really appreciate that, especially upon 50th viewing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: so when this movie was made, occasionally, and you guys are aware of this, now, because we live in the in the area, they do test screenings with audiences who yeah. can do feedback, right? My mom and my brother won a My mom won a radio contest and took my brother to see one of the test screenings. No of the <laughs> And there was there was only one thing they changed in the final theatrical release. There was way more puke <laughs> in the Tilt-A-Whirl scene <laughs> when they uh-huh. eat the tobacco. We saw this as a family as a double feature at the drive-in in my hometown, Sandlot Jurassic Park. That's, That's an awesome
1: double awesome feature. Combo.
0: <laughs> that sounds like
2: my childhood. And,
0: and my mom was was like, she had seen Sandlot. She taught. She had you know commented about the puking and and the scene was coming up and it went, didn't play out with as much puke as she remembered. She was like, oh, they cut back on the vomiting. <laughs> Uh, that's just a little anecdote about the movie. We want more vomit. <laughs> Give us the vomit cut. They should have
2: leaned into it. <laughs> make sure kids never want to chew that shit. Uh, well, <laughs>
0: like, the, the, I love it. The next scene is like, after we uh, were a bunch of idiots, we just stuck to Bazooka Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like that he's kind of hungover, too, and he's talking to his dad. He's mm-hmm. uh, like,
3: yeah, oh, I'm you off look off a little it. pale. No, no, I'm oh, good. I'm good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 So let's see, Squints ninety three and sixty two. Uh, last comment I'll make is the uh, we've already talked about the direction being so impressive, the uh, the acting being so impressive, the art design, the art direction in this movie. Like they made the sixties. Like I, the simplest of things, the sugar puffs box of cereal, the the soda cans. Like it's great art direction. The directions. U-Haul truck. The U- like. Yes, the U-Haul truck. There's such great art direction in this movie. Uh, very, it's totally immersive, and I love how timeless this movie is. It is, despite it being the '60s, despite it being you know from 1993, mm. this movie really holds up. Yes, I love it. Uh, it holds up better than some other movies of the era, such as Mighty Ducks, Little Giants, Little Giants, <laughs> Big Green, Big Green. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there certainly was a run of child. Uh, PG PG thirteen man uh, PG child sports movies in the nineties. <laughs> Gosh, what a great time! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be young again. <laughs> How come there isn't that anymore? How come there aren't? What what happened to this? Where's this? Where is this movie now?
2: Hmm. Iron Man happened.
0: Is uh, did I did Spider Man Iron Man X Men? Did superheroes really crush this kind of movie?
1: I can't think of an equivalent of yeah
0: th- at least within the last decade. Um. Like okay, I'm I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer up an equivalent, and you're gonna and I need you to tell me how wrong I am, okay? <laughs> wrong. And you guys probably didn't even see it. Goosebumps. Oh, I it was didn't a great see it. Movie. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Goose... I think yeah that 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 is an equivalent. It's an equivalent, but it's so not. It's mm. not
2: a sports movie, right? Well,
0: no, it's it's not necessarily the sports movie that I'm looking at. It's it's these the slice of life like it's the dennis the menace it's the it it's what saying is. is like just this look at childhood from a very from an adult perspective from a very innocent perspective Mm. i don't think these kind of movies exist anymore and kids getting in trouble Type of yeah, thing.
2: yeah. I feel like I never hear about those movies anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with me. I went to go watch Finding Dory, mm-hmm. and there was all these trailers for movies that I would never. <laughs> <watch trailers laughs> for. The middle ever. school movie, right? Yeah, yeah. What the f- that Nickelodeon? Oh yeah, film. I yeah. saw
0: it where he's like a prankster and he wants to like break every rule.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would have never seen that trailer. You see it on <laughs> Slash Film. I'll keep scrolling.
0: But, <laughs> but see, it's it's a movie like that and Goosebumps and and uh, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to think of some other movies of the equivalent that have, like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Maybe Diary of the Wimpy Kid is the most equivalent thing to this, mm-hmm. but there's still a pandering in all those movies. Absolutely. And there's still an extreme factor. you know, yeah. Like if the puking scene of the Tilted Whirl... It's the entire movie. Is, <laughs> that's the most extreme moments of yeah. Sandlots. Mm-hmm. I think now it's... Are, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to create a PG American Pie now, like with <laughs> something like Diary of the Wimpy Kid, and yeah, and uh, or is it just that those the filmmakers that would make the Sandlot and Goonies, uh, are they are they too old now to like want to recapture their mm. the nostalgia factor? I don't know. It's 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 something I'm thinking of as I'm speaking here right right now on the spot. Just you got my brain
1: Orland. Mm-hmm.
0: Twirling. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you guys think about this? So. I what I noticed about this film especially is like it was told very sophisticatedly about childhood memories through an adult lens. But I feel like adults are writing this is a gross channelization. But that's okay. Um something like Diary of Wimpy Kid. They're writing they're writing it as adults and they're assuming what kids like what kids want. They're not putting it through that adult lens. Yeah, they're, they're not ch- really putting yeah. themselves in the shoes of these characters mm-hmm. and like I I mean I've seen clips and scenes and stuff like that. It just seems very Juvenile, yeah. Not like I mean, lot Yeah, there's moments like that, but it's done very earnestly. Earnestly, yeah, exactly. Like stuff like that happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I would. I don't know anyone who shoved a bunch of like fish in someone's locker and they open it and like, "Oh my god, I got pranked!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, the, you get the, exa- the money for all the fish. The yeah. exaggeration. Exa- <laughs> where
0: did they get all that? How did he get all those fish? Uh, fish it Doesn't is? make any sense. Fish is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's the name of that movie? Uh, middle school movie how i survived middle school survived, or something? yeah that's yeah. what we're talking about folks middle school folks, is listening, so <laughs> hard. folks listening folks listening are like what are you talking about with the fish like, the <coughs> the exaggerated look like the exaggerated lens of these children told mm-hmm. from the adult perspective there's there is a there's such a maturity in sandlot in yes. the in the filmmaking of the sandlot in the mm-hmm. structure of it in the ah, it's I, I really do mean it. I really do think this is one of the greatest movies ever that will never be on a greatest movies ever list.
1: Can't argue with you. That's our next list
0: episode. <laughs> <laughs> what are the greatest movies ever that would... Well, Sandlot aside, that that be, we'll just have to do a list where we say, Sandlot's the reason we're making this list, mm-hmm. so we agree it belongs on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we do it? Do we do five of the greatest movies that will never be on a list? Yeah. Yeah, All right. let's do that. Well, for those listening... You know, maybe put in your comments, uh, you know, send me a message, tweet tweet at me what are some of your favorite best movies of all time. And and you got to be critical here. This isn't just I love this movie. Right? <laughs> and, and I'm not trying to be mean about it, but I, we like when we make this list, yeah. we have to we I want I want to pr- approach this from what kind of how we're analyzing Sandler right now. Mm. A genuinely great film underappreciated uh,
1: yeah. kind of grew over time yeah this movie yeah. bombed when it came out yeah, yeah. it
0: did it did uh, but geez there's shirts now i see people wearing the killing me small yeah. shirts and yeah uh, here's the thing i want to i want to segue into something here we, mm. we can wrap up saying in a moment but you you saying it bombed at the time mm. and i'm saying it belongs on a list that it'll never be on and i think that awards like the oscars mm and the golden globes all the the big awards should be on a five-year delay
3: Hmm.
0: okay
1: that would make things more interesting yeah Yeah.
0: because should forrest gump have beat dances with wolves (laughs) right forrest gump swept that year yeah okay should should dances with uh, wolves sucks though (laughs) uh, um, there's uh, there's another movie that came out that year that that, um uh chinatown Mm. and jack nicholson nominated for best actor uh Robert De Niro, I'm sorry, Al Pacino for Godfather, nominated for Best Actor. Neither of them won. Art Carney won. Who?
2: (laughs) I didn't like Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan lost to Shakespeare
0: in Love. Love. So I I say create a five year delay. Mm -hmm. So let's see. Okay, so we just missed the 2009 window that would have gotten Dark Knight Best Picture. Why
1: don't we just create. A category called
3: the apology Oscar. The ap- <laughs> uh, well, that's
0: what the uh, the Oscars are. So, yeah. uh, Pacino didn't win for Godfather. Yeah. What did he win for? Scent of a Woman. Hooah! <laughs> right, and he should have won that year. Yeah. You know who should have won that year? Denzel for Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And when did De- Denzel win his Oscar? Training, training Day. Training day. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the apology Oscar. Should Scorsese have won for Departed? Yeah, maybe, but what did he really deserve to win for? Taxi Goodfellas. Driver, Raging Bull. Yes, all of those. All <laughs> three of those. <laughs> Goodfellas lost. Denzel totally you know deserved what Goodf- it for turning day? Do you Adele. know what Goodfellas lost to? Driving Miss mm. Daisy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: I like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Morgan <older> Freeman. Andy <laughs> <laughs> Dufresne was my best friend. And that's Shawshank. Day- <laughs> that's not. That's not. That movie also lost. All I know is, "Fuck you, Miss
1: Daisy." Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Just I, I had a second part here to that. Yeah. First question I
0: posed, I just remembered. Um, Dancing with Wolves does suck, by the way. I was just trying to. <laughs> that was my first example. I haven't
1: Continue. seen it in so long. Continue. What do you think? they're trying like kids movies these days especially like the Disney Channel and Nickelodeon they're it's very there's no in between anymore it's like you're really a young child or mm-hmm. you're kind of like a tween teen already and some of these kids are kind of already hypersexualized or learning about dating and all that yeah. stuff like that do you think they're trying to make them grow up too fast
0: it's it goes again to an adult writing from what they think a kid's perspective is yeah. like for, there's a there's a Twelve-year-olds version of sexualization of Wendy Peppercorn in this mm. movie. Like, there's a shot following her butt. Like, there's there's a slow mo <laughs> of her. Steve was like, oh. Yeah. oh <laughs> there's a slow-mo She's of her a minor, Steve. Putting oil. <laughs> <at her>. No. <laughs> and it looked like no wonder. <laughs> and, and yet, there's an innocence to it. Yeah. Like, I see that, and I, as an adult, don't look at that and go, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I look at that. That and was I, young Steve. By no, the right. no, 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 and, and I'm not saying you. I'm. I mean, me specifically. I don't look at that and think, "Ooh, baby, baby." Mm. What I do, however, though, is I think, man, when I was 12, I did think that like, I did,
3: mm. yeah,
0: drool over girls in in a way I didn't understand. Yeah. Like it was so realistic.
2: I was six when that movie came out, and I was <laughs> all about Wendy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, your your question of are they trying to grow up to like force these kids to grow up or? too quickly i i don't know i there's there's such a weird it we talk about like the middle budget movie doesn't exist anymore yeah. i think the junior high movie doesn't exist anymore yeah the adolescent movie doesn't exist anymore
1: see that's why like like the whole um saying shit in pg movies and stuff like that there is there isn't that anymore Yeah, because that's when you're kind of learning the curse and kind of learning yeah.
0: about mm-hmm. oh, yeah. what you think
1: is adult stuff but <laughs> it's not really still juvenile. That yeah. kind of weird, awkward in-between stage is not portrayed in film anymore.
0: My, my nephew is reading Harry Potter for the first time right mm-hmm. now and as he's going along in the series and it's becoming more and more dramatic, he went from being like, oh, crap, to oh, shit like <laughs> in, in his texts. Mm-hmm. Like he's um, uh, uh, a friend of the podcast, uh, Jessica's son, Eric – he as I've known him for several years now, and as he was as he became a teenager, as he became 15, you know, as he's getting a little older, he was given permission. He's like, "All right, once you reach a certain age, you're allowed to curse." <laughs> you know, but when ca- when are you allowed to curse? Only when it's really really funny or I'm really really mad. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah, mom
2: I I think going back to your point about like making kids grow up too fast, mm-hmm. I think movies are just trying to keep up with kids now. Mm. Because kids have access. I mean, every kid is not getting a an, uh, Nintendo anymore, right? It's yeah. a smartphone. iPad or yeah. a smartphone.
0: Yeah, you were talking about Snapchat before, yeah. and you're like, that's a young man's game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have
2: Snapchat. I barely know how to use it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't need to send these... Quick clips of myself to everybody. Dick pic. It's yep. okay. <laughs> What it was built there, for. There's a, there's a <laughs> literally. There was a
0: scandal on Snapchat with, or Instagram with this like thirteen, twelve, like this twelve, thirteen year old kid who was texting grown women to send pictures of their tits. Mm-hmm. Like this is a legit thing. Uh, uh, Travis Barker's daughter has an Instagram account. She's twelve. It's <laughs> look. I I I. I do think that twelve, like kids, adolescents, they need to be educated about certain things. Mm. I think um, definitely. Like sixth grade was when I had sex ed at my in my el- it was elementary I, like, school. Fifth grade for us. Yeah, and it was like, all right, here's the scientific science behind this. Don't be stupid. Like the <laughs> you do what? Yeah, like, <laughs> health class, and from there, and like I do, I do think it's important to teach kids not just about that, but like about death. Like seeing yeah. Lion King as a kid, and and watching Mufasa die
2: that fucked me up that's yeah
0: <laughs> I can remember being five years old hmm. and Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen's skeleton scaring the hell out of me Jesus. and like I, I couldn't wrap my mind around that at the time but it was later in life that I was like oh my god they were dead still messed yep. up they were dead Boba Fett burned them right yeah <laughs> according to uh fan theory um but <laughs> I've never heard that oh yeah either. Because yeah. in Empire, he's like, no disintegration. It's pretty good. Anyway, it's, it's Jar Jar. All right. It's jar jar jar, <laughs> jar, jar jar jar. But at the it's, same it's, time, so. <laughs> where I do think they need to be, kids need to know about these sort of things. Mm. They don't need to know everything right away. There has to be truth and consequences and uh, and honesty without forcing them to grow up too quickly. That's exactly
1: right, man. Just like it's lacking that sincerity it's a lot of superficial things and maybe um growing up might not necessarily be the correct word or mm-hmm. whatever phrase because that would insinuate you're becoming more mature more sophisticated in your th- way of thinking mm-hmm. but this is kind of in a way like showing them more modeling them to be superficial
0: it's like, i think it's because it's uh it's second it's i don't i don't want to tell my kid this i want you to tell my kid this uh, it's it's uh, a it's an argument time and time again the parents telling the teachers that the teachers need to do more. Or the teachers telling the parents that they need to do more. And it's like, who's supposed to be raising the kids? You're both supposed to be raising the kids. <laughs> do it, your job. It takes a village, people. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> think of the children. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it funny
1: because I don't know if your parents get this when, because they're teachers too, right? Oh, yeah. But, like, um, I do notice, like, certain PTA meetings or whatever that parents would come in and then – Yell at the teacher and say, "Well, what do you know? You don't have kids." That would be like yeah. the manner. That, <laughs> that's like, like the most uh, messed up. <laughs> how dare you <laughs> that's say so demoralizing
0: that this teacher doesn't have kids? The teachers have thirty plus kids yep. a day. <laughs> <laughs> they get paid nothing, and they get, get paid nothing. <laughs> Thankless job. Yeah. And, and we're certainly getting into a more social political conversation to be had, but mm. it it goes back to the the genuine joy and honesty and 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 love and and it respect that sandlot as a film offers to a young movie watcher mm. such as we were when we first saw it yeah and adult movie watchers where we can watch it now like our per our perspective has switched from scotty and living those moments mm. to scott the adult remembering those moments yeah and that is so cool like that's why this movie works and it's, it's stand stood the test of time
1: yeah and it's something that everyone can really appreciate. That's why I, I see it through a different lens now. As I, I'm not—I mean, it's Scotty's age right now or anything—but like mm-hmm. I'm getting closer to it, and yeah. I can identify what he's saying and what he's trying to say. So it's really cool.
0: And it's interesting continuing to watch this movie over time because yeah. I, I watch it from a different perspective every mm-hmm. time I watch it. I obviously am a little bit older, and I've experienced more, so I can, uh, like, I can remember watching *Sandlot* maybe in my college years mm-hmm. and feeling regrets. Uh, like missing those childhood moments missing tree forts with my friends and and the fourth of july firework picnic that the neighborhood would have like i miss those i would i would feel a twinge of regret for those yeah but now with time passed i can watch those moments and smile and remember them fondly Mm. and it's not a painful regret anymore it's a it's a joyful remembrance (laughs) <laughs> That's so poetic. Well, well, come here, big and, guy. And think about it. there are two other characters in this movie that that as we grow up as as especially as males, I, I do think this movie is definitely skewed towards us. Yeah, there are two other characters in this movie that we will be able to to uh, attach ourselves to and and rewatch the movie from Bill, mm-hmm. the stepfather. You know, someday I, I hope to be a father. I'm sure one day you guys will be as well. And, I hope and, to be a stepfather one day. So just, <laughs> save yourself. It's been but, my yeah. goal. <laughs> um, Hello, divorces. And I and I'm curious to see how the movie changes through that lens. Yeah. And Mr. Merkel to to be an elderly man who lives alone. Not that I think I'll get that far, oh, but damn, but, I've already <laughs> got really bad eyes. But <laughs> oh, geez. Um, but but that, that those two characters are two other touchstones in the movie. Yeah, they're they are males and they they are older versions of those kids with that love for baseball. Yeah. So they are avatars for those generations. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm very curious what this movie would be like to someone from. My dad, or older, even if my grandfather was still with us, what he would, how he would watch the movie, because my dad lived in the was from lived in the sixties. My mm-hmm. grandfather loved Babe Ruth. Like they, they probably watched this movie from a different lens than we're even capable of doing right yeah.
1: now. Yeah, <laughs> waxing some poetic. <laughs> That's fantastic. So it's like a, it's a generational coming age of age film. It's yeah. like it's more than just these kids doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah how can you not appreciate this film there's just so much going on for it and I I feel like whatever squad we had made up of whoever girls, (laughs) guys kids of color Mm -hmm. disabled kids and stuff like that like everyone identified with somebody absolutely I think we all had a Benny the Jet like that guy who was too cool for like too cool for us to hang out with but he was nice enough to hang out with us anyway. I was, Betty. <laughs> you, you were, were Betty. <laughs> well, you, if you didn't have one, you were one. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, my... my had Betty. <laughs> Mine <my laughs> would have been
0: uh, Jason. My buddy Jason mm-hmm. was the the one in our group that we all, like, kind of fell in line behind. And and he, he never... He was—he was humble to this day. He had yeah. no idea that he was all of our heroes, and maybe he did, but um, <laughs> I keep that my back pocket. TC. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I need a favor. When I was your hero. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. Okay, I definitely, one hundred percent, without a doubt, recommend this movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. To to if you haven't seen it, while go back and watch it. I believe it's on Netflix. It is. Which I should have thought of before I. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Before you made me look through my collection for it. <laughs> um, but I, I so recommend this movie. Uh, if you have any uh, young boys in your life, definitely make them watch. Dip, don't make them sit them down. They will. Pre- I feel like the, anyone could appreciate this movie. If you have haven't you seen watched
2: them, it with any of your like nephews, or I haven't. Like no, that? I'm
0: going to recommend uh, my nephew. I'm going to text him once. I'm for interested
2: does it like hear how it would work for yeah. a younger generation.
0: Uh, but I also think that any any you know any kid you know, like girl boy or girl that uh there is a simple joy in this movie yeah I mean, do you guys agree yes absolutely 100 percent
1: cool. there's like no critique like yeah. i don't i mean there's there's things that we brought up about you know uh, feminism and whatnot like we can still talk about it but it wouldn't detract me from
0: want, wanting to watch this film mm-hmm. again you know? yeah i i didn't really expect that we would have much Critique necessarily for this movie, but I definitely think that there was, and as we've we've found in this past half hour, there was analysis to be had that that I don't think I considered until I started talking about it. Yeah, yeah, and
1: like uh, just another level of that, I was kind of blown away by the technical mastery of it, like all the transitions that we were talking about, Mm -hmm. all the crossfades from like one setup to another, day and night. Yeah, from the Fourth of July part to like the oh the the baseball on the ground. Yeah, yeah,
0: and there certainly are the side swipes swipes and (laughs) the stars and the star swipes. but i think that that is homage to the era of filmmaking that it was mm. not spoofy. they were, they were paying homage to like the yeah when he's facing off there's the whip cracks yeah.
1: and let- they're chasing like when the camera was the the dog the dog is pounding through the that's fantastic (laughs) that was like a really exciting scene yeah it still works really well especially when it's going like through doors and windows and stuff yeah yeah
0: there uh, that's you know i and certainly i should have touched on that when we were discussing directing earlier like yes the the technique of this movie is masterfully done and it's done on film which you could do stuff like this now digitally with a nice small little camera yeah not that the cameras were gigantic in '93, but still, they were filming on film. Still Panavision. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so big. Still big. <laughs> 72 millimeter from Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs>
1: it's mousing.
0: Um Yeah. So, uh, any other companion movies you guys might put up with this? We've like mentioned recommendations. Some. Yeah. Yeah. Goonies.
1: Yeah. What do you, you got any on the deck, Steve? Goonies. Goonies.
2: Super 8. Those are my
0: two. Goonies, Super 8. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ben?
1: Yeah. It's funny that you alluded to Stand by Me because I watched Stand by Me again last summer mm-hmm. and I got a whole nother appreciation for that because that's probably one of the more darker like coming of age films for this age group mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. it's probably not even for this age group yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that,
0: it's it, it, watch Sandlot wait a few years then watch Stand By Me yeah yeah,
1: yeah I think this is, that's the perfect companion piece maybe watch that first and watch Sandlot so you can get cheered <laughs> so up <you> can <laughs> <laughs> oh boy
0: it, Stand By Me would be a fun conversation to be had because there, there are interesting aspects of that film alone Yeah, and there are Tons of similarities between yes, the two movies. The, absolutely, the adult narrator, the even the Bertram got really into the sixties. <laughs> and what happens to the River Phoenix character? I oh, was stabbed and he died. Yeah, <laughs> like, just it just spoiler. Happened. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I haven't the, seen that since I was a kid. The,
2: and it, it was
1: kind of it's kind of funny because earlier you mentioned like maybe these kids should learn more about death and stuff like that. Yeah. I think this is a very like sensitive portrayal of having to deal with death firsthand. Uh, stand by me. Stand by me. Yeah. Because, like, they're all kind of, these kids, they, like, the premise of it is they find a dead body mm-hmm. in the river. And they're kind of processing it. Like, what does this all mean? And they kind of question existentially about their own lives. Or At first it's like,
0: oh, cool, let's go see it. Yeah. Let's poke it with a stick. And you're yeah. like, oh,
1: my God, this is a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, re- I extra appreciate it because it's, like, set in small town rural Oregon where mm-hmm. I kind of grew up in. So this is, like, oh, wow. I knew these guys. <laughs> these guys were, like, my posse, you know, in a way. Yeah. So, like, it's... Just not, like you said, a nice slice of life set in the summer in a small town. Like everything's so insulated, so in a bubble, that it makes every all the events seem ginormous and mm-hmm. gigantic. And yeah, like Stand by Me would be the perfect, like, darker companion piece.
0: Ah, uh, well, I I would absolutely recommend Goonies as well. Hmm. Uh, that was gonna be my go-to one. So thanks for stealing that one. No problem. Never. <laughs> no, <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Stand by me, 1993. There you go, everybody. Thank you so much. That I'd love to see if uh, hear any comments that anybody might listening to this might have to say. Um, particularly some of our I don't know uh, deeper analyses. Uh, so of, deep. Some of the themes we we're we kind of digging into there. So um, so yeah. I do you do you mind if I drop one more like at one Oh please please
1: yeah yeah. So I know we've been talking about, like, where are all the girls at in this movie and whatnot. I really highly recommend Sunny if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, Sunny! Yeah, I bring it up, like, once a year. (laughs) Worth (laughs) bringing up. It's not on Netflix anymore, so you need to acquire it illegally. But um, it's a – Or legally. Or legally. Legally. (laughs) It's, like, a Korean musical drama coming of age set in the 80s. And, like, Asians, I don't know why, but we're obsessed with the 80s. (laughs) I don't know why, but, like, the – The wonderful times.
0: You know what? That's a a question you have to – analyze why why are American Korean or not American Korean why are Korean films obsessed with the 80s
1: that there is a socio-political answer there, but I, I don't know. That's for a different. Com- that's a different conversation. <laughs> you're, you're asking the wrong guy, since I'm not Korean.
0: You know what? Uh, but yes, Sunny, yeah. you recommended,
1: and it's all girls, and it's awesome, and it's hilarious, and it's girls not being girls at all. It's like very, it's like bridesmaids for teenagers. Oh wow! <laughs> awesome. Interesting. Interesting. It's yeah.
0: subtitled, correct? Subtitled. I'm i I'm sure you can find a dubbed version out there for you a-holes who don't like reading. I'll dub it for you. I'll, you know what? I got two recommendations. As well to my own, since you you, hey. the Wonder Years, the series, the series, All right? Uh, set All in the same ones. era, it has the narrator. It's a coming of age series, um, and a Christmas story, okay. Which is also oh, in so a good. very similar <laughs> style. It's the vignettes. It's the narrator, the adult perspective looking back. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think those those two are Goonies, uh, Super Eight. Sunny, um, uh, stand, by. stand By Me, yeah. Like, there's, there's some good movies to be had out there. I just wish more of them existed now. Maybe it's up to us to come up with something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need our 90s, like set in the 90s, late 80s. Like.
0: Where's the Saved by the Bell the movie? Come on, uh, man. <laughs> what's Screech doing? All right. Well, let's He's take a quick challenged. break here. Uh, if you're, if you are not interested in hearing the news, this is where the podcast ends for you. But we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're doing a little bit of catch up. And uh, talk about some current events. So, uh, Mm, again, hit up the comments, let us know what you think of the Sandlots, and we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there's a live action Mulan? That there's a live action Mulan movie that came out last year. No way. Yeah, it wasn't no. made in America. Is it a Chinese movie? It is, yeah. What? Yep. And it's the it's the Disney story done historically accurate. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It's and it's what's her fa- full name? Fa Mulan or it's Yeah. Yeah, it, so that's the name of the movie is mm. that. I was uh, recently doing a little bit of research for my next one minute rewatch, trying to find remakes and reboots. You're doing Lu- Mulan, or um, no? <laughs> but uh, I, maybe in the, may, it. As I was trying to find remakes, one I, I can't, stumbled across that. I also stumbled across. You guys ever see the movie Three Men and a Baby, or have you ever heard of it? No. Who's that? Charlie no? Sheen. No, it's a. Uh, it's Steve Guttenberg and Ted Danson and <laughs> and, and and Tom Selleck. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Leonard Nimoy directed that, and I was <laughs> very very that? surprised to find out. <laughs> Did you did you not know that, Tia? Yeah, Leonard Nimoy directed 3 minutes. <laughs> and you know the movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back. Uh, we're just going to be discussing some news and catching up. So, how you guys been? Steve, how you been? How's school? School's good. I hear you're doing good.
2: It was very busy? Yeah. You got um, A's and B's? You, are you A's, passing? Yeah. Two A's and a B? Yeah. You going for to my first quarter?
0: Going to class on time not slacking off.
2: Mm. Well, two a's and a b cop head (laughs) (laughs) red-handed
0: remember c's get degrees too c's get degrees uh ben what have you been up to you've been very busy
1: yeah it's been exciting man you got Um, to go
0: to a a festival of sorts i
1: went to a v3 conference which is um an asian american journalist conference what are the
0: three v's um
1: vision voice oh my
0: god what's the last <laughs> victory visibility know. visibility <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so it's about uh, i mean the whole purpose of the conference is to honor john Cho. he was like mm-hmm. the lifetime achievement award winner
0: yeah and um john Cho. john sh- Cho. i will say it again and again he should be the captain of the enterprise should have kept freaking kirk dead
1: was that the that was the original vision right like eventually sulu becomes the yeah. captain yep yeah. yeah no well but anyway so you're honoring, <laughs> the, honoring john show Honor who, Joe who Joe.
0: if anyone is not following the twitter account that puts john show in every movie that's awesome there, what's the name of it it's hashtag
1: starring john Cho. hashtag <laughs> starring john show and it's hilarious. this asian kid
0: it's so good it's, it's, it's yeah,
1: there's hilarious
2: like a hashtag starring constance Wu, yeah <laughs> that
1: one's like right after two that one's awesome
2: Equally
0: awesome. So did you you get to speak at the event, or uh, were you just uh, in attendance? No, I didn't. Everyone
1: there was much more famous than I. (laughs) (laughs) So far. So far. Yeah.
2: You're the most famous to us. Yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was really fun repping NBC Asian America there. Like, we were the sponsors of the event. And um, it was just really cool, like, just rubbing elbows with, like, all the – like journalists have been there forever this mm-hmm. is why like that argument about like there's no asian asian american stars there's no like big voices out there big media like publications and magazines and newspapers and blah 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 like they're here they're there's right there so they're right them. there there's all around us <laughs> i just it just confuses me but seeing them like being able to mobilize and galvanize this kind of content mm-hmm. is really fantastic it's really inspiring like it feel i feel hopeful for the future yeah and um yeah that, that was what i was busy with for um, most of last weekend mm-hmm. and then we're still filming Iron Fist. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now you only Fist.
0: tweeted out like two pictures. Thank yes. you for not giving us any ba- behind the scenes. Thank you very much. It's on FB. <laughs> follow Bama No
3: Name
1: on, uh, on FB. <laughs> Have you posted more than a couple pictures? Yeah, I
0: do, I do follow you. Maybe you just scroll past my news feed. I'm it. the I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, okay. are you aware that Ben over here is filming an Iron Fist short film? I follow him. Oh my <laughs> god, like, like, man! I'm not Okay, oh, I, I will just sit over here quietly. That's very little <laughs> on this side of the table. My god!
1: <laughs> no, we were just talking about it because Steve goes to UCI now, and we did film there mm-hmm. um, for our first day. he so never hit me up. I'm sorry, Steve. I totally forgot. That he you forgot about there. me. Um, now who's the asshole? Not, it's not <laughs> very, we're all assholes in our own Not, way. not very inclusive of you, Ben. You <laughs> you're leaving Steve
0: out. Leaving, no. Uh,
1: no wonder my Egyptian quota is missing. <laughs> Damn it! Ah,
0: ah. You could have an Egyptian in. in yeah. an <laughs> right, we gonna play the Bangles song that in, in the background. <laughs> oh, that, that is offensive. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'll walk like an Egyptian for you. <laughs> yeah, we were dad there. will be very ashamed. <laughs> have you got to the fight scenes yet?
1: yes we did okay. the opening fight which was so exciting tc because mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of things that was kind of up in the air because we kind of casted late in the game um this this mother figure who's kind of the scene is like she's running away from a white supremacist in like an alleyway and she's trapped in an alleyway she has to fight her way out and we kind of choreographed it on the spot Oh wow. lucky enough like my longtime friend sammy morales he's an mma fighter he's a longtime martial artist um we choreographed it just on the spot we did it in like two hours it looks freaking awesome <laughs> right. and it looks like we we did it for like a long time so i mean lucky to have people like that on the crew because i wouldn't have been able to do that myself but wow, excellent yeah that's that's what's happening with that project and still like no
0: it. costume you're not gonna, uh, I, not gonna g- do the co- I keep we- trying to sell you on the costume <laughs> we're going with a nolan grounded reality Hey, even <laughs> Nolan Vendem- <had> ba- <laughs> but you, you should say you're going season one daredevil Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he still had a, that's a good. That's a good, still, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good analogy.
0: Because <laughs> there's still a Batman costume in Nolan. <laughs> this is true. This is true.
1: That's a good
3: analogy. Season okay. one, Daredevil. <laughs> there you go.
0: Glad to help you out there. Black should, pajamas. Should, should I edit out the the section where I called you up? No. You get, okay.
1: I, I like being called out. It's how we keep each other in check. <laughs> but um, what else? Sir? Oh, yeah. so and Life Stories is still going on. We dropped an episode today. Last as episode
0: well. is uh, coming up, right? No, not until September. Not until September. Okay. A,
1: they ordered a 20-episode series, so it'll okay. be going all the way until You're September. You're
0: about to f- film the last episode. Yes, yeah, so
1: we're about to film the last one.
0: For those in the Wisconsin area, will they be able to run a, run into you? This is a maybe. This I Okay, okay. Like, I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry i do not need to. Okay. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, life story is going great.
1: Yeah, it's going fantastic.
0: Um, the t-
1: two episodes ago, we did a uh, we featured a Cambodian American activist, and that almost has a hundred K views. Wow! Now, those listening
0: eyes. who may not know, Ben is uh, works for NBC Asian America. Yes,
1: which is this, uh, a vertical of NBC News. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just really cool to have this mainstream platform that reaches out it's the masses. It, this this
0: yeah. is a, a regs to riches story or a regs to better rags story yeah. of rags to better <laughs> regs. Yeah. Uh, ben ben you had your youtube series the life stories which you kind of just stumbled into mm. and then nbc picked it up and now it's an yeah, right after you r- graduated yeah. so like it's, it's a complete <laughs> out of the blue it's super lucky
1: but um i mean it's not I, lucky I, you're talented yeah it's not you lucky. earned it
0: it's skill Ah, thank you. you. guys kind. <laughs> uh, but no, this this series is so great. I, I I know I praise you all the time, but in case there's new <laughs> listeners, it's it's so great to see the perspective of an, of American stories. Doesn't matter what the the, the nationality is or yeah. the culture is. Mm-hmm. It's how how relatable all these stories are. Um, and even, I was I was I was a little wa- I was I don't know worried. I was kind of wondering if if the that access that I have as being just some dumb white dude you're a very smart white guy (laughs) just being you know what does white guy know uh i i thought possibly that that connection might create a little bit of a distance being on the dc asian america but absolutely not i think that uh i think it's just as strong as it was when you initially started yeah if not even if not even a little bit stronger
1: that's one of the biggest compliments i could have actually is being able to connect with different folks from different communities because Mm -hmm. this is like the importance of discussing intersection amongst like identity politics and stuff like that like you don't have to necessarily relate or whatever but like at least understand not everyone comes from your background yeah, you know what yeah. I mean that's the whole purpose of diversity and inclusion in media and we need it more than ever man like especially in the era of donald trump politics oh god i i
0: can't believe that's a thing it, i can't I believe it either it, i've
1: i've lived in southern california for almost a decade now like next year will be my 10 year mark and like, I have not faced blatant racism as much as I have this year alone. It's ridiculous. And, like, it has to be – the the correlation makes too much sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, now more than ever, we need to mobilize as not just within our own communities, but we need to all hashtag band together <laughs> um, <laughs> and, like, be more open to content like this mm-hmm. because it's not just about – because I, I know I hear that fear a lot. It's, like, it's a common thing. And, like – um, it's it's just great to hear you say that because yeah. like uh, we need more allies like UTC good <laughs>
0: good allies like you to support our work. I just like good stuff. So <laughs> here I have a question for you. Uh, it's a little bit of a tangent, but it stays on the same topic in a way. But my community theater back home is performing Avenue Q. Okay. <laughs> do you know Avenue Q? Everyone is racist. <laughs> well, you, well, yeah. Everyone I mean, that, is, they're, they're, everyone everyone is a little, is a little bit racist, and yeah. it's not that. Do you know the show? I haven't seen it, but okay.
1: I, I know Michael Tubman talks about it a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a wonderful show and it's and it's actually kinda of goes nicely with the coming of age that we were discussing with Stan Latin. That's mm-hmm. what the play is about. Even though it's puppets doing rated R things, the I'm out of college, what the hell do I do is the theme of the entire show. <laughs> yeah. There's a character in the play called Christmas Eve mm. who is Japanese.
1: Okay.
0: And uh she sings a a song called the more you rub someone okay of
1: course naturally
0: okay now <laughs> the there is there is a in a south park fashion yeah. addressing social commentary through satirical ways mm. such as singing a song like that uh, and the song is very effective the character is very very cool she has a phd uh, but she can't get a job so she has to work at a korean deli like <laughs> it's it's struggles real my hometown doesn't have any Asians
1: I I've heard about
0: the Midwest so how, okay there are Asians in the Midwest <laughs> it just so happens that in my hometown mm. especially my community theater area yeah. there are no Asians mm. to audition for the show let alone play the character
1: yeah
0: how do you cast that character mm-hmm I'm, I'm curious what your your perspective is on this because there's a couple of ways you could go do about doing this. and my <laughs> oh, And I want, because I went and watched, I actually went. Who wants went, to do a run to Michael's <laughs> <laughs> Home Depot? <laughs> I, uh, to make an Asian puppet? I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I actually went in for a day and did a little mini class on puppeteering. Yes. Um, the, the cast, only a couple of them had any experience playing with puppets. So I went in and imparted whatever knowledge I could come up with about puppeteering mm-hmm. as I have just finished a feature with mm. puppets. Yeah. Christmas Eve. How would you cast it? I'm curious.
1: My only advice to anyone listening: I strongly recommend looking harder. (laughs) 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 Because, I mean, as TC alluded to, I might be going to Wisconsin for a um, possible interview with this person who's part of the Hmong community. Mm -hmm. Now, Hmong is spelled H-M-O-N-G. If you want to like research more of that, but they're essentially from Southeast Asia, around the same like. They're bordering, like, Thai, Thailand, uh, Vietnam, Laos. very small, right? Yeah, very small, of the same descent. They're, like, Mm -hmm. Southeast Asian descent, and they're from the mountains. And, like, they're a very small but very strong community. Like, they're the only movie, like, mainstream movie portrayal that I can remember. Grand Torino. Grand Torino. Nice. And, like... (laughs) I knew where this was going. (laughs) And fun fact, the largest Hmong community in America is in Minnesota and Milwaukee.
0: Really? That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah, so, like... I mean the whole purpose of the series is to say hey we are here. Yeah. I mean like the like yeah. the, uh, on my travels I've learned more about diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. than I've ever have. Just like sitting here and talking about it on the internet or with you guys mm-hmm. yeah. cuz like you know uh, black folks and latino folks in New York are not like the black folks and latino folks over here. Like right. latino very folks different. over here are very Mexican and over there is Puerto Rican and Dominican and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so fascinating. I would have never known that unless I w- was walking around the streets and just talking to people. Yeah. And um and I know like I don't know how your area is, but I know, like, in my area in Milwaukee, Oregon, <laughs> it's kind of in, segregated by, like, suburbs. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, I always thought, like, where, where are all the black people? <laughs> but they're all in, like, northeast Portland, mm-hmm. where you would think, that's not, that's only, like, 10 minutes away, but it felt like a world's away. Everyone kind of just yeah. stays in their community. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the, how, like, the the city was, like, built, and, like, that's a whole other discussion, but, like... I mean they they're there, you know, that's like the whole point. Like you just got just got to look
0: a little harder. Yeah. But
1: maybe put it on the internet. Like thanks to the internet, like things spread more now. So maybe it might not be in is it Kenosha?
0: No, no, it's uh, it's outside my hometown in the county actually. Okay. So it's some even smaller community. Okay.
1: <laughs> maybe you'll find someone in a different county.
0: Well, yeah. the, uh, so when I went and I I didn't even think of the character Christmas Eve cuz she's not a puppet. She's actually one of the human characters mm-hmm. in the show. Uh so I was working with the puppets and then the actress playing Christmas Eve comes out and it's just a white girl and I was like Oh no. Oh no. How do I feel about this right now? Ah boy. Like I didn't I didn't know they're not doing any makeup, they're yeah. not doing anything like that. They're mm-hmm. just doing the voice yeah. of, of the character as it needs to be for the damn song. Yeah. But I really was I was so conflicted, I'm like, How else could you do it? Like the problem with the community theater is so few people audition sometimes yeah. that you gotta take who comes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I thought of you immediately. I was like, I don't think Ben would approve. Because Ben's <laughs>
2: Asian. It's it's interesting hearing you guys talk about like where you guys come from because I was I've been born and raised in Southern California. Yeah. So I've always kind of been in a melting pot. You know, I've always been around Hispanic people, Asian people. I mean, I live. In Roland Heights area, you know, so that my best friends were Filipino, Chinese, and a white buddy, like, you know, like we were always... joking that when you moved to Portland, you were like, there's so many white people here. <laughs> it was, it it was, was shocking nuts. to you. I, I, I didn't feel comfortable around that, <laughs> to be honest with you.
0: I feel much more comfortable. <laughs> it, it was a little bit of culture shock when I moved here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just and, and there are cer- there's certainly diversity in my hometown. There just is a larger population of the Italian Americans and the the Irish Americans that founded the city. So yeah. Yeah. it's just a it's a it's a larger community of of whites and blacks and then Mexicans and then I mean you know it's it there certainly is diversity. I did. No Asians growing up. There just wasn't this massive population. <laughs> yeah. So who was his first friend? <laughs> well, at least in where my I grew up. My first friend, my first friend in junior high when I went from public private school to public school was Kasim Bakari, who was Pakistani. Oh nice! He was the very first friend I made on the very first day. I didn't know you went to private school. I went, to private, school. I went to private school for eight years and then I went to public school. Yeah. Was
2: it Catholic school? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Anyway, you were saying. Uh, oh
2: yeah. well, where I grew up, it was like there were a lot less white people and more mexicans and Asian, it's awesome yeah i I don't know i i that's why when you tell me you've been running into all this racist stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, you know dealing with that down here like i i never see that right maybe that's just ignorant like on my part but i know orange county is a much it's It's a lot more white people (laughs) this isn't like l.a it's like on sets and stuff i mean professional i guess like that's what i i never see that and like you know, if I were to see that, you yeah. know, my my buddies that are white, if they mm-hmm. saw that, you know, like they'd be pissed off. Like yeah, this is not something that's okay around mm-hmm. here. And I know there's other states where it's very different. Yeah, and that's why when you tell that, I'm just like, what
3: the. Fuck
1: Ben! (laughs) No, it's crazy, dude. Because like I I don't get it. I had I looked at Southern California through the same ones that you did when I first moved down here. Actually, for a while, like I romanticized it so much because I live in Little Saigon, which is like the biggest Vietnamese population outside of Vietnam itself. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, this is this is heaven. This is awesome. (laughs) I'm amongst my people and stuff like that. But then, um, you know, stuff like this happens. And I'm telling you, like, even though. Like Trump supporters are the minority. They're a very loud minority, and they're they mobilizing very vocal right now. Minority, yeah. yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're having someone to help them mobilize now. If it's very if you guys want
0: to see a very humorous depiction of what the hell has occurred in the past year mm-hmm. with Donald Trump, I highly recommend going to Cracked dot com, <laughs> and one of their most recent videos is "What if Donald Trump is all an elaborate prank?" Mm-hmm. I I showed it to Kansas last night. I've watched it a couple times now. It's that's very funny. One Very of my favorite thin. theories right now. It's all an elaborate prank. <laughs> I really I really hope it is. <laughs> but you know what? Let's let's move into some movie news. Let's yeah. lighten let's lighten up a little bit here guys. I have some fantastic movie news. A new trilogy in the making Tetris. Woo! About time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just announced by the producer. It was trending on Facebook uh, yesterday the day of the day we're recording this. Mm. The first Tetris movie that's coming out next year will be part 1 in a trilogy of Tetris movies. It'll be a sci-fi thriller, and the producer promises us it's not what you think.
2: Awesome. Will- I'm just... I quit movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this, Will- this is the world we live in. <laughs> fuck? Will
2: this
1: be the one to break the video game movies? No, <laughs> of course not. There's no way. There is... I, you know Damn what? it, Ben. <laughs> this is... Think of all Insane.
0: the lens flares you could have. Oh, on. my God. <laughs> what As that hell? block
1: comes slamming down. With a Skrillex soundtrack. In a world.
0: I don't think video games should be made into movies. Video games are movies. <laughs> they are. If you play The Last of Us, mm-hmm. you're playing a movie. Nope we don't either. need a movie version of <laughs> Of The Last of Us.
2: Metal Gear literally is a movie. Yes. Metal- literally.
0: You can go to Metal Gear Solid 2 from the PlayStation 2, mm-hmm. and it is a movie. It opens with opening credits like a James Bond movie, yep. and then you're watching Snake move, and then he's not moving, and you go, oh, I can start playing that while <laughs> the credits are rolling. This is a film. Snake. Tell me I'm wrong. They're sh- you're wrong. They're- oh, here. oh, thank you. No, okay. <laughs> Warcraft just proved once again. you can't make a video game movie.
1: Fun dissection question here. Yeah. What are they getting wrong with video game movies? Is it too much? Is it too little?
0: You can do... It's... Okay. uh, One of my biggest complaints I have about the translation of books to film Mm -hmm. is how much you have to lose from the book to get it into the contained time of two and a half hours or less, right? Rarely do they succeed. Lord of the Rings is an, an, is an example of success. Yes. Yeah. But how many times do you hear, the book is better? That's just mm-hmm. the every most- Every time. It's every time. The go-to every, hipster yeah. answer. There's like one- the only movie that is better than the book is Fight Club because Chuck Palahniuk said it's better. <laughs> Chuck himself says the movie is better than the book. That's Woo! it. So, with video games, you're asking what are they missing? It's the fact that you can play 30 hours of a story hmm. for a game. if. If if you really want to translate the game into something that you don't have to hold a controller to play, then it should be a TV series. Yes. Yeah. Because then you have 30 hours to play with. Yeah, that's <laughs> you, right. You can't contain a story within two and a half hours mm. from a video game.
2: I think that's why, lately, I, I prefer watching shows more than most movies, too. Uh, mm. More right. than lately. Like, the past decade, <laughs> the TV yeah, has I mean, just taken over television. Lots. You get so much more time <laughs> with these characters. that uh, I mean, if you look at the latest Game of Thrones, we're seeing effects and stuff that oh God, look so good. as good as movies, if not better. I mean, not this last episode, but the episode before, mm. there was that huge battle. It made me go look up these. I rewatched Kingdom of Heaven, the director's <laughs> yeah. cut. Um, I rewatched Brave, Bat- Braveheart, Braveheart, just battle because Point. I was like, man, like that fight scene. And that fight scene is still better than all of those movies. Mm-hmm. Those movies cost 100 Plus million
0: to make? <laughs> I don't get it. Actually, I pointed it out in Sandlot. How was the Photoshop James Earl Jones standing next to Babe Ruth better than photos I see in movies now? <laughs> that always takes me out of a movie instantaneously. When someone shows like, like we'll use uh, Spectre as an example. The young Daniel Craig oh, kid yeah. face Photoshop next to the christoph waltz kid face <laughs> God, shut up that's so how stop there are brilliant photoshop artists out there how are you so lazy that they're like oh shoot we need a photo <laughs> <laughs> sorry i tangented it over here the 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 video games to to movies question is
2: well i think it, video games are different right you have gameplay you're spending this extra time with games and i think games can get away with more with their stories right -hmm. um it doesn't have to be this super strict narrative because the gameplay itself is a narrative yeah you know i play dark souls that game has i don't know what the hell's going on but i love playing it and i get so much out of (laughs) playing it because of that gameplay the way it speaks to me red Mm -hmm, dead redemption is Mm -hmm. one of the
0: best video game movies that exists i and i don't know if you guys experienced this There'll be moments where you have to get from point A to point B and you can hop on a stagecoach and ride there. Yeah. You can skip it if you want, or you can sit and listen to the conversation being had between the two characters. Yep. If you die and have to redo that, guess what? Second set of dialogue. Yep. Woo. So that you can watch it again, get the same information, but presented with different dialogue yeah. sometimes. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. And it, you it. can't accomplish that in a film. That, that, uh, that time... <laughs> you can commit. I'll just keep saying <laughs> over and over. I feel now.
2: like there hasn't been... Sorry. No, right. <laughs> I feel like there hasn't been... I think Warcraft was like our biggest bet, right? Was, yeah. We had a director that is beloved. I I like Duncan Jones earlier work, mm-hmm. but maybe he was given too much because it's this huge blockbuster compared to the smaller, more personal. Moon,
0: film. source code, yeah. Yeah,
2: where, but he pulled like amazing performances out of... Of, in mood in source code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What we got over here? Oh, you're chewing yeah. right now. So <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> I
2: think I think they're they're trying to. Uh, Warcraft maybe is a bad example, but I think Last of Us is something that could work. But you need to be willing to really take that full on leap with something like Last of mm-hmm. Us. You know, you need to be willing to make. Stay true to that. Uh, there's a lot of like dark and messed up stuff that won't sell millions of tickets. You know, it'd be a rated R movie. I mean, for sure. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I
0: just, to be uh, determined with Last of Us, but I don't have high hopes for it because I the game itself is so perfect. The, the writer Master said is. he
2: stopped working on the
0: script for it. Ugh. I mean, and it was at, the writer of the game. So. Look at Look at Walking Dead. The Telltale game hmm. is so much better did than you the play show. It, Both seasons, Both? yeah, phenomenal and Ugly Cry. Oh yeah. I haven't and seen
2: that play the second season it yet, took, but the it first pl- season?
0: Yeah. It took playing those games for me to just truly realize how bad that show is and truly wrap my mind around, why is this the cultural phenomenon that it is? Anyway, you were going to say something about video games.
1: Oh, I was just going to transition into, well, how was the first step to making video game movie adaptions better? And I'm thinking, just going off of Steve's um, comment about we're spending hours and hours with these characters and being the character, I think... That's something that's missing that I notice in a lot of these movies is like there is no character development. Mm-hmm. There is no sense of who these people are. It's kind of just pieces to make everything look prettier. Yeah. You know, and like you're, a, you're trying to appease that
2: video game crowd.
1: Exactly. You know? I, oh, we got to force I, this orc into Warcraft. I, you know?
0: I, I agree. Mm. I th- actually think the best video game movie is Resident Evil because they did not marry themselves exactly to the script from the game. They found the tone from the game. They found ways to homage the game, but they crafted an entirely new story. Just the first one, yeah, okay, not the six okay, sequel. Just, six just sequels. Extinction! But the first Resident <laughs> Evil <laughs> captures the game. And I know that the, the hardcore fans of Resident Evil, less than hardcore fans, just fans of Resident Evil, hate those movies. Yep. You should hate those movies. But particularly hate that first movie because it's not Jill. It's not Leon. It's like, well, if they had done Jill and Leon it would have sucked I mean, <laughs> th- that was the best way to translate a video game it was like figure out what makes these this game game X why is game X a thing like what is it about it that you have to keep in order to maintain the character hmm. right it's, it's like how much can you remove from Superman before he's not Superman anymore yeah. can you take the underwear away yeah okay so he doesn't have the red trunks that's fine okay can you take heat breath uh, uh his super cold breath away okay yeah yeah pare it down pare it down pare it down and what's left do you still have the representation of superman yes you do when you look at, at uh at christopher reeve yes you do when you when you look at brandon routh and smallville and other variations they removed too much from man of steel mm. to truly call that character superman yeah uh, so with video games i think it's Finding what makes game X work and putting that on film. You don't have to follow the story exactly. You don't have to uh, tell the exact same story from the game. Just Mm -hmm. pay true, true respect to the game while still crafting a good film. Duncan Jones paid too much time, spent too much time trying to get all the information from the game onto the screen. Yep. That was my analysis of it. That's
2: why I feel like they could do if if they made enough money well the way that movie ends they're were the they're leaving off on a story that could work it's basically gladiator with a green <laughs> but as we know gladiator works and i think it could work i mm-hmm. mean that's the story that i want to see right green diator mean, yeah. green diator
0: gladiogor yeah i think the best
2: video game movie is doom <laughs> Doom, no, I, I, it's uh, terrible. But uh, the first person, the first scene person, scene is awesome.
1: <laughs> it's so dumb now. That it's, yeah. so, it's dumb. so dumb. Let's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anybody else have any news stories? I, I just had that wonderful Tetris news story to discuss.
1: Yeah, it's actually pretty cool that we're oh, talking about video game movies.
0: One last little side I'm so sorry to. Mm. to Tetris is being made in conjunction with a Chinese studio and an American studio. It'll be a half Chinese cast, crew, and, ca- and uh, production. Mm. Um, Isn't
2: um, that one Chinese studio like buying up a bunch of studios right now?
0: There, There is a. I don't know what the name of the studio is, but you are correct. There is mm. a studio out they there. They bought that, up and, like,
2: Legendary or yep, something. Yeah. There are
1: title cards everywhere now. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I see it everywhere. It's the. Yeah. It's, the it's and like, like an, HK Film Group or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so this movie is going to, to be heavily skewed to the Chinese audience are
1: well. you saying all the Big Chinese audience. folks are going to play the yellow blocks
0: <laughs> oh, no of course not <laughs> I'm saying they're going to do their what best <laughs> they're doing their best to pander to the Chinese market which is a yeah. stronger market than the American market Yeah,
1: is. it's becoming so evident Like there are random scenes in Asia, it has nothing to do with the stories in these movies it's just there. Avengers two, Transformers two.
0: Uh, like, if you do see Independence Day two, you will see a lot of pandering okay. <laughs> <laughs> to the Chinese market. Seriously, I mean, good. You know, I mean, the, the movies aren't specific; shouldn't specifically be made for an American audience, yeah. for the most case. But it's it's a little obvious. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, there's a freaking teasing uh, to a, me. <laughs> there's a Korean pop star that has like a moment in the movie that's listening to headphones and there's music playing on it. I would put down. A large sum of money that he's listening to his own pop song. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> news so over good. here. News <laughs> over here, Ben. What do you have? You have a news story.
1: Just uh, speaking of video game movies, um, this isn't a video game movie, but is a movie that is heavily influenced by classic video games, and it's getting a sequel, and it's beloved by everyone.
0: Don't say pixels. Don't say pixels. Don't say
1: pixels. wreck Ralph
3: 2. Really? Yes. Yes. Wreck-It Ralph 2 yes,
1: uh, getting I'm a sequel in 2018. I'm baby. Fuck yeah! I'm always
0: <laughs> hesitant. I'm always hesitant. However. They did say they wouldn't make a sequel unless they could get Mario. Is that happening?
1: Oh, I don't know, but that sorry. would be amazing. it was uh,
0: right when Wreck-It Ralph was released. They did say we really wanted to get Mario. We couldn't if we we're going to do a sequel. We want Mario to be a character in it.
2: Damn it! What if he? He might is let like... you down. I met him, by the way. Mario? Mario? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. He was nice. He was nice. So, he just yeah, yeah. handed out free autographs.
1: What if? I think I don't know. If it's for a glorified cameo. mm-hmm I think that would be kind of a waste if you got a good idea for a sequel. But yeah. if he's, like, central to the story, that would be kind of cool. That would be incri- that would be the greatest video <laughs> really, game movie really of all cool. time. That in just fact, means Disney Wreck- owns everything. Wreck-It Ralph
0: <laughs> is the greatest video game movie of all time. Yeah. I think <laughs> mean, you're going
2: to have a hard time getting Mario,
0: though. I love that movie. I like Wreck-It Ralph more than Zootopia. I like it more than um, most of Pixar movies. There's Wreck-It Ralph. I
1: like it better than Frozen. Like better yep, yep. yep. And I know you like Tangled a lot, but I like, I like it better than Tangled. Okay.
0: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. All those movies are... Nines, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just happen to like Wreck-It Ralph a whole hell of a lot. It's mm. awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Like it gets me every time when he says he's, he's talking. He say I'm a bad guy and that's okay, and he's crashing. Into the <laughs> place. He's sacrificing himself. Don't make me ugly, easy. Right, no, but uh, <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph too. That's fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to it. And also a little scary because Disney's animated sequels were limited to The Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It was that just is Rescuers Down Under. Obscure refer- yeah, all of them have been. Hey, straight re- to the video. Rescuers Down Under is part of the Golden Age. It's part of the Little Mermaid Lion King era. This is true. This is true.
1: Uh, during the Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, you're right. All of the sequels have been direct to video. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, Jungle Book 2 was released to theaters, but it was not released. Was it? It was not released under Disney, the Disney animation. Oh, okay. It was released under. It was not of canon. Yeah, it was not of the 55 can- <laughs> canonical Disney animated releases.
1: It is risky because I haven't thought of a modern Disney sequel.
0: Yep, uh, like good. Frozen Two's in the works. Really? Yeah. We don't need that. No, I, but it's the That's thing is mine. with with Lasseter, Lasseter <laughs> <laughs> makes such really really intelligent business moves. Set it in China. Yeah. <laughs> what? Rocky Ralph? Uh, or Frozen? Frozen Two. <laughs> it's Scandinavian. <laughs> you can't get much whiter than Elsa. She's got white hair. Right? Um, uh, uh, Moana's coming world? out, which oh. looks. Do you guys all see that trailer? Moana, mm. The the Rock. Oh, yeah, as, it looks great. As Maui. Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. It looks awesome. Um, they've, But Lasseter won't let a movie be released until it's ready, yeah. or they can't do anything more. Mm. Like Frozen went through rewrites and changes. Zootopia went through a massive change after those screenings yeah. because Nick was the main character, mm. not Judy Hopps. Uh, in fact, they released it on the Blu-ray. I don't know if you saw the they released the blu-ray behind the scenes to the to youtube oh really yeah so you can see some of the original story elements that were going to be nick's story for zootopia as opposed to judy Hop's story okay uh but uh um the giants uh giants in the sky i can't remember what the it's the jack jack and the beanstalk movie last keeps moving that because it's not that He's not ready thing? for it. K- <laughs> King of the Elves, which takes place in New Orleans uh-huh. and is occasion fairy folk, uh, folklore. Mm. That's gets bumped a little bit every now and then because they don't rush these movies out. They are not DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah. They are not Universal with Minions. They are not Blue Sky with their stuff. It's- BFG. BFG? <laughs> well, BFG is a mocap, right? Yeah. Okay. BFig. BFig. Is basically is that anime, Disney though. No. No, no, it's, no. Dream-
2: oh. it's universal. It's Universal. Amblin. Okay. <laughs> I just saw like Spielberg going around. Uh, there's some video, like ten minute video of him driving around in a golf cart with, doing an interview mm-hmm. yeah. through all the universals It's pretty rad. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's <You> know, awesome. <laughs> he was talking about how he's been working in Amblin, hmm. which is in, on the Universal lot. So yeah,
0: we are in a fantastic era of Disney and Pixar movies.
2: Yeah, it's a re-rena-
0: yeah. renaissance, a, 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 a new age, a platinum age. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you, John Lasseter. Yes. Still. You oh, seen it's yet? so good. Nice it's really good.
0: Yeah. Um, news, Ben. Ben, Steve. One of Th- you guys. That's Steve. I know. I pointed at you. <laughs> and said that. Hi. Do you have any any uh, news news stories?
2: Uh, no, but Spielberg's starting Ready Player One next week. Ooh. And uh, oh, he's not man, including any of the references to his films, oh, except re- for the DeLorean. And well, there's one it. like random thing.
0: Interesting. I. Which which that is, is a lame movie. To me. That is really going to have to pick and choose what they can and cannot do, because they certainly can't have Spider-Man in there. Wait, no. Is Ready Player One being produced by DreamWorks? I don't if it's produced by Disney, then yes, they can have Spider-Man now. But initially, they couldn't. It's just there's so many references in it. Like, can they reference Firefly? Can they reference Transformers? Can they reference Voltron? Like. I don't they, think
2: I th- they can talk about them, right? We'll, we'll see. I'm just I mean, curious is to that see how that works. Can I ta- say Spider-Man's name in a movie? I think so. Yeah, like talking about the comics or whatever. Yeah, like but in Spider-Man, actually showing somebody I, swinging around as Spider-Man is a big it. no-no.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see what has to. Have go. you read the book?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love that book. Yeah, I'm, I'm bummed that he's not going to include his own movies though. It's like, I ah, get it. You don't want to no, like. That's kind of. Cool. You're the '80s man. You are the. He's 80s.
0: going to make this his movie. I think there's no better, no finer director to do this than the man who's responsible for most, like a percentage of the inspiration yeah. for the book itself. I mean, as soon as he was signed on, I'm sure that. What's uh, oh, here? I'm excited, a- but
2: I'm also like wary. He hasn't done anything that I've been absolutely in love with in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope it sparks that old '80s Spielberg.
0: I hope he films it on film. Yeah. All right, Ben, what do you got over here? I heard so he you might
2: here. try and get Gene Wilder. I heard play, that, yes. Uh, that would be badass. To get him out of oh retirement to play Oz, I think.
0: That would be awesome. amazing.
2: You don't know how many times when people bring
1: up, ain't he dead? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gene Wilder, one of those guys. I looked yeah. him up. he looks dead. He, was, <laughs> he made a
0: very brief cameo in the fifth season of Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Didn't he do 30 really? Rock also?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, else? he okay. did make a cameo yeah. in 30 Rock as well. Hmm. I don't remember that. You, did you watch the producers season? I watched of every. Kirby Enthusiasm? Rock. Th- oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, no. no. Okay. Um, I
2: Thirty Rock. I
1: don't. Go, Ben. I got news. What do you
0: got? got? News. Breaking, news.
1: got it. Breaking
0: news coming in from the wild. What do we have over here, bad?
1: So more just keeping on the themes of 90s nostalgia. Uh, they've casted
0: Zordon for the new <sighs> oh, Mighty yeah. Morphin Power Rangers yes. film. Yes.
1: And it's none other than Walter White himself, Mr. Bryan Cranston.
0: How do Set you? Me how do you feel about name. this bed? Initial reactions. He's too good for this. Okay, Steve. <laughs> Steve, reaction. Tell me my name. Sword on. Of. <laughs> God damn but, right. Do do because I, <laughs> I have something to say, but I'll wait till you get your your feelings out.
1: And the, we were just talking about this in the last cast or like our last conversation. They mm-hmm. want to make seven Power Rangers. Oh movies. my God. TC. Why? He, Why?
0: Why? Is Still, this that's a 90's No. <laughs>
1: is this the money maker?
0: Three Tetris movies and seven Power Rangers. Shut, <laughs> shut the it? hell up. What Did you see the poster for in? this movie?
2: The like kids standing on top of the like Fiat or whatever, <laughs> and one of them doesn't fit on top, so he's got to stand on the,
3: the like fiat. ground. He's the <laughs> it. it looked like a Fiat, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you pronounced it. Do you, the you, the want, <laughs> do you, do you
0: know why Brian Cranston is doing this? Do you know why he's doing this? I he started his career voicing bad guys for Power Rangers.
1: No way. Oh that's Brian, cool. Brian I Cranston think.
0: voiced multiple bad guys mm. for the American original run of the series.
1: That's a very romantic thing of him. <laughs> he so he came he's so it wasn't, he's returning
0: to his roots. They did not pluck him obscurely out of any, out of you know, hey, he's famous, let's get him. They didn't no. back a Brink's truck. And in I'm, sure his he's, yard. <laughs> I'm
2: sure he's like, Oh, it's like a couple weeks of work and I'm done. Yeah. Right? yeah. But
0: how cool is that? That, that he... He did it because he started his career mm, on Power that's, Rangers. Yeah, that's Isn't actually that cool. cool. Yeah.
2: That is actually really cool. Yeah, I, I, when I when I first
0: heard it was it was him, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I had the same reaction. I'm like, "You're better than this." But then I heard that little tidbit that he, in fact, voiced a bunch of villains. Okay. On the series when he was first coming up. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> so that's very cool.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah, I have no. I'm not excited for Power Rangers. I'm not like, oh, oh, finally! But at the same time, I'm not pissed that they're doing this. Yeah, it's
1: just like a whatever type of thing. Like, just like Turtles, just you don't need it, but I guess it's there. Yeah,
0: (laughs) we we know. I think I'm more salty about Turtles. Name recognition, (laughs) name recognition. That's the game. That's Hollywood's mo. Well, and
2: the generation that grew up watching that is now older and has money to go see it. Has children. (laughs) And has children. Yeah, we were just talking about like bestow will bestow this upon. Absolutely, we were
1: just talking about will you show your kids Sandlot? It's just like, hey, will you show your kids Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers
2: now? <laughs> no, uh, probably probably <laughs> not. Good, they're good. Well, I mean, like <laughs> as it's coming out,
1: and you're you're kind of having those nostalgic feelings. You're like, you know what? I got kids. I kind of like this when I was a kid. Let's go see it. Of course, you walk out and it's shitty, but, <laughs> but that's what entices people. I mean, that's like yeah. a
2: double, double, uh, two birds, one stone right there. I'll, I'll be taking them to the next Predator movie. <laughs> that's what my You're, uncle did you're terrible. He was, hey, <laughs> that hashtag good awesome. parenting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I turned out all right. <laughs> Schwarzenegger might be in the next Predator. Come on! That's the rumor right now is that he's Well, are there any other franchises he hasn't returned to that we need to, uh, I mean, let's see, we have, he came Can he back. Can up? For, <laughs> yeah, there is there is a. Dolph Lundgren, Kindergarten Lundgren. got to Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Lundgren. yeah. Have you seen it yet? No, god,
1: no. I so want to see it just to hate watch it. <laughs> oh god.
0: Uh, oh man. Any other news stories? Any anybody? He gonna... didn't go
2: back to Eraser. No.
0: Eraser.
1: Just <laughs> oh, such an obscure movie. Wow. <laughs>
2: just watched it the other day. It's on Netflix.
0: Oh man.
2: Oh it's Arnold.
0: So... I miss. I kind of miss those stupid movies. Yeah. The... Like... Some... You know what? Dark Knight ruined everything.
1: Why you gotta make things good, Dirk? Like what the fuck? Movies (laughs) used
0: to it used to be okay to have a dumb movie and just enjoy it for its for what it is. And I we still do that. We still Ben and I like the the Fast and the Furious movies. We know exactly what they are. I know you guys do. (laughs) But I don't know if it's because the internet has become what it is that it's it's harder to just like a movie for being a movie that either has to be the greatest movie ever or the worst movie ever. There can't be middle ground anymore. Look, Avengers 2 was a perfectly fine movie. Yeah, it that's was all right. Not, well, yeah, it, it but it wasn't the shittiest movie ever made, but no. because it wasn't the greatest movie ever made, it's the shittiest movie ever made. Like, why can't it just be in the middle? I'm just
1: thinking about this. Stop reading the internet. Yeah. It's yeah. too hyperbolic. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You got my wheels turning. Yeah i think there is a i mean part of it is like the ascension of tv now like mm-hmm. the quality of it is cinematic is like i think it has surpassed movies at this point and and the stakes have gone so high for these movies they've become so expensive to produce they've become so expensive to market and yeah. they've become so expensive for us as the consumer so like each time that we go in like the stakes it better price. be
0: worth my $16. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. higher
1: and higher, and we get anger and anger once it's like, if it sucks. You know what I mean? Like, The Avengers 2, yeah, it's it's a whatever movie, but I can understand why people got pissed off, because so many people were involved. Like, I, so many people I were invested so in it. Yeah. And so, I don't know. TV is something like you can just, is easier to digest, and it's easier to, just, to toss away if you don't right. like it. Like, the first for, episode, that sucked. I'm not going to watch it anymore. For yeah. eight
0: bucks a, a month, I can watch countless hours of mm. television thanks yeah. to Netflix. Uh you can watch countless hours of television for free on Hulu. Yeah. For free people, you don't need the subscription, you can just watch Hulu. Stop okay. What? Every time I say go watch on Hulu, I was like, well, I don't have an account." You don't need an account. Hulu should pay me for how many times I've had to tell people that. Why am to, I so angry right now? They
1: need to market their stuff better, man, cuz like p- I still don't even know how to use Hulu. <laughs> you just go to Hulu and <laughs> click on a
0: show. Boom, watch the show. <laughs> Got it. This is showing how to click things. And Hulu exclusive shows are free in their entirety.
1: I do want to watch The Path. That looks like a cool show. It does look cool. Yeah.
0: You can go watch Glee. Eleven twenty-two. Yeah. Be really
2: good. Eleven
1: twenty-two sixty-three or GFK sixty. GFK 60 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The time traveling James Franco.
2: I hear he's <laughs> actually really good in it.
0: Speaking of television watching, Steve, what's your Glee update?
2: So.
1: Hashtag uh, Glee watch. So It's those, been a while. Those who may
0: not have realized this, we did a, we did a rewatchment of the first episode of Glee about a few months back. Mm. And, it's been longer. And, uh, it's been it's a been while. it a really yeah, long time. But, uh, it's been a while. Steve actually it's went exact. and <laughs> made the commitment of continuing to watch the series. So Steve, up there I kept going. He kept going, people. <laughs> I kept, kept going. going.
2: And then Finn died.
0: The and, actor. Yeah. And then the character. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. And it was Spoiler.
2: really bummed me out. Mm. Yeah. And I... Watched a couple more. I was like, well, I guess this is over. <laughs> Moving along here. Don't, don't you
0: still have a whole season after Finn's passing, or was that the last season?
2: No, there's like a full season or two. Oh,
0: wow. Or something oh, wow. like that.
2: And I, too much. I couldn't do it. I'd. My if, sister
0: keeps assuring me, "No, no, it got good again. Go back and watch one it." One of the I'm...
2: new guys in that show, though, was in Everybody Wants Some. Mm-hmm. He's the main actor.
0: You know who else was in Everybody Wants Some? The new Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Henry Cavill. No. <laughs> Do you not know this?
3: What new Superman?
0: There's a new Superman. Are we getting rid of Henry? I know <laughs> this. This was this was news. Oh wait, Supergirl, Superman. Supergirl, Superman. Yeah, okay. He was in everybody <laughs> wants. <them. laughs> that was and a really good movie, by the way. I loved it. Everybody wants them. I really liked it. That, that was,
2: was a nice little summer gem. Yeah. Even
1: though it was released in March. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was great because I watched it at the beginning of summer. It was yeah. Really hot. I was watching. It. What? It's cool. It was fun. Like, music yeah. was good. Yeah. Was... Music was great. Yeah. I like a little.
0: See, Richard Linklater yeah. can make good movies. Just. Just They'll not, <laughs> just not the boy. Well, yeah, yeah, I know that's not a a popular opinion, but I don't like that I agree movie. With you. <laughs> <Thought> <laughs> it was I was whatever. Lean to the mic a little bit every now and then. That's oh, right. I just lose you every now and then. Your um, mic is very specifically right in front of you.
2: Yeah, Glee really went down for me after. Uh, yeah. I mean, once they kind of graduated and stuff, it was like, oh, I don't really care anymore. And then, ah, oh, you killed him.
0: Or, I, you it's, die. it's one of those instances it's so where. So sad it, that
2: episode. So I, sad. I
0: wonder <laughs> if. It's one of those shows where I feel like it could have benefited from a new cast every season. Right? Yeah. Or a rotating cast. And and I know I know they do kind of have a rotating cast that they brought in some people. They brought in the new kids. Yeah, but they kept they all pretty good. the old kids once they graduated end of their story. We don't need to follow them to college in New York. I mm-hmm. feel like the the show. If Speak it, for yourself, T.C. Well, sure. I know. I mean, what happened? <laughs> I know. I, I feel like it the show lost dumb its dumb. way it once um, David F- Brian Fuller left, and it was it wasn't the. We talked about this when we did the review. There's such a heart in the first episode that does not exist. His name was on it to the end. Well, once you create a show, yeah. your name goes on it the rest of your life.
2: But it was yeah. It it got really. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the end of that. <laughs> and,
0: the, and there's your glee update, yeah. ladies and, and gentlemen. <laughs> I am so
2: surprised I made it that far.
0: I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you.
2: Um, the, the things I do for the rewatchmen. <laughs>
0: Let's see. What what have I been up to? I I watched uh, Luther, the three series I really that are on watch that. very good. Very good. I, I I have a deeper love for Idris Alba now that I've seen He's really show. He's a really good seal as It's well. A, <laughs> off 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> off off off.
1: off. I thought uh, you meant Seal the Singer. Seal the Singer. I watched Popstar Pop Star. recently. <laughs> I watched it as well. Oh, that was the best a par- stupid movie. It yes. Was? Yes, but But
0: it made me laugh. Ninety minutes long, as it should be. Yeah. Yep. Not the two and a half hour Jet Apatow comedy. <laughs> <laughs> My coworker
2: was stuck singing that Osama song.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man.
0: Ben, you been watching anything? Yeah.
1: Um, as for series, I think we're just keeping up with Game of Thrones, and, mm-hmm. and and you guys all talked about that, so or you guys watched it, so we can talk yes, about it. Yes, yes. Oh, do you oh want to do?
0: Should we should we end the episode discussing Game of Thrones? Uh,
1: why don't we? But yeah, yeah. So why don't we talk about what we've been watching in general. Okay. And then so we'll what else? Talk what else you, Game of Thrones. We'll we'll
0: close out with Game of Thrones. So okay. what else have you been up to?
1: Graeme. Let's see. What else have you been watching? I've been watching a lot of movies in theater, but it's like. Forgettable, mm. like pop star. I <laughs> yeah. forgot I watched that until you brought that up. I was, oh, oh, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. Like before that, Hot week, Rod was great. Yeah, I kind of want to do a rewatch of that. Oh, I'm <laughs> careful <laughs> playing with the cord, said... you're cutting out.
0: Oh, it. sorry. There, do a rewatch of Hot Rod. My God, and, uh, <laughs> still um, funny. I was at Jessica's for a trip in Wisconsin, and uh, her sons were watching it, and. <laughs> yeah. And I love watching that movie with people. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys. When I watch comedies, I laugh out loud. Yes. When I'm alone, yeah. I, will, I will rarely laugh out loud. Yep. I will be amused. But there's something about watching with, more, with a couple people. <coughs> when I watched Hot Rod with her sons, I was cry laughing. <laughs> I, and she was, she was enjoying watching me watch it <laughs> she even comments. she's like i've never seen you laugh this hard and loud. i'm like it's just so good <laughs>
1: and it proves it's lightning in a bottle man like yeah. you can't recapture that the pop star was just it was it was it, trying to be dumb.
0: it was a hundred percent lonely island hot rod is not a hundred percent lonely island oh really yeah because uh, Lauren michaels is the producer right? pam, well no Lauren michaels still produced pop stars okay. pam brady i believe was the director of and she co-wrote the script okay. with those guys, hmm. so it's not a hundred percent there. Say what's up. weird. Say what? What, <laughs> say what, what, what way? <laughs> Anything <laughs> else? What, what are, Anything are
1: you else? watching, film-wise?
0: Uh, film-wise, I am behind because I haven't seen Finding Dory yet, which I know both of you guys yeah, saw and saw. loved. For once, I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did see Warcraft and was severely disappointed.
1: Uh, yeah. Saw The Conjuring 2. Conjuring two. Heard yes. that was eh it was it yeah it was a uh, it was forgettable more I saw, jump scares than the first one <laughs> i saw independence way, way day way two more hollywood yeah
0: uh independence day two which was uh, there was some potential there i like the world building that they that they crafted in the storytelling i was telling you guys off mic they just it's it just it's it really really is missing will smith yeah mm-hmm. and they do have a way to bring him back into the series if they wanted to pay him for the third for another one because mm. they definitely set it up for a sequel okay uh, but if they wanted to, to pay him, or if he continues his downward spiral, <laughs> they might not have to pay him so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: will have a little fun little uh, questionnaire here.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: How, so how's your overall feelings of this summer so far, and is there anything left to look forward to?
0: Oh, jeez. I, I, I do not think that this summer is really... I mean, Civil War, hell yeah. <laughs> like that, that was really that good. Set the bar early, too early. <laughs> yeah. uh, but everything else has been really forgettable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, you know, and I hate to say this, because we said it about 2014, setting up 2015, and 2015 summer ended up being a big disappointment, yeah. too. 2017's movie list is pretty darn exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but It's
2: got Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's that's all I mean. that matters. <laughs> so th-
0: um, but no, I've been I've been relatively <laughs> disappointed. There's nothing. There hasn't been too much this this entire year that has even like really stuck no. out to me. Deadpool and Civil War being the two that I've been like. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm just missing surprises. You know what I mean? Because like Deadpool and Civil War, you kind of expected it to be good. Mm-hmm. Dory, and we expected to be good. Yeah. That's just like a lot of. It's just safe. Everything feels so safe now. And even though like yeah, we talked about Finding Dory being really good and whatnot. Like if I were to compare movies from this year, from the last five years, Mm I don't think it'd be in my top ten or anything So
2: what if, guys, Star Trek is the best Star Trek movie
1: ever (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) You're talking the wrong guy.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, I know. I I know. I will... I've been going to every movie this year, even the ones that I haven't been looking forward to or the ones that I want to hold a bad opinion of, I've sat down and said, I'm gonna like this movie. I'm gonna... uh, I'm going to give this movie a chance, mm. every movie I've gone into. So I'm not going to go in with a chip in my shoulder that I clearly have for this new <laughs> run of Star Trek movies. I'm going to go in and be willing to like the movie mm. because I actually went in willing to like Batman v Superman and did like it more than I rightly should have, mm. and I don't like it. but <laughs> I at least I at least sat through it and was willing to accept it for what it was. Instead of sitting with my arms crossed, like fuck you guys, like I, hate watching. Yeah, I yeah. was. I'm. I'm refusing to do that. I watched the friggin' Adam Sandler <laughs> do-over movie. That that was I, a timeless classic. <laughs> you are just too nice, TC. <laughs> but uh, no, this summer has hasn't been. Nothing, I want nothing. to
2: see the new Bourne movie. I know you guys got a thing against Matt Damon or something. <laughs> but I like the Matt Damon Bourne movies. Mm. So I wouldn't mind a good one.
0: The the thing I'm most in at least of recently was the last epi- last two episodes, last three episodes, the entire season of Game of yes, Thrones. Yes. Game of Thrones. Yes.
2: <laughs> and Silicon Valley, if you guys don't watch that, was really funny. Was I, I've I've seen
0: season. the first season and I really enjoyed it. The
2: every season has gotten better and better.
0: That's good news.
2: We we saw Neon Demon
1: right
3: at the same time.
0: Oh God! Yes, I forgot. I want. I need someone to talk to. You Holy about this, this crap!
3: Was, this what?
1: was an experience, Steve. Neon this Demon is Nicholas Wendin
0: Griffin. Wendin Wendin
1: Wending
2: who's just going downhill drive, and then what happened?
1: He's um, like this. Is he Swedish? No, he's something Danish. like that. Look, the European Kanye. It is. Kanye. A, it's a very
0: good-looking movie. <laughs> oh yeah, the I, cinematography yeah. is stunning. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, crimson peak was another movie that it was kind of a dumb bad movie but it looks so good yeah, that yeah. it was worth watching for that um two-thirds of of neon demon is is worth watching for the sheer beauty of it but if you want to see black swan injected with some sort of rob zombie drug is that a fit fa- <laughs> you follow me on that yeah. that's a good description Go see Neon Demon and prepare to be <laughs> to question reality by the end of things.
3: <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, you don't need to. I, I mean, fans
1: I, of Drive. I love Drive, but I love Drive too. Gc loves Drive. He doesn't make Drive anymore. He doesn't want to make Drive anymore. Like if you mm-hmm. saw only part, God Forgives mm-hmm. and Neon Demon. This is the kind of movies he wants to make.
0: He calls himself a pornographer, like that is hmm. he says, and not a pornographer as in you can go to Pornhub and watch yeah. something he made. He, he probably says good though, he, like, <laughs> everything ends up he, on there. He he makes not that I know movies with things that are voyeuristic and and and, dis, and disgusting, uh, degenerate things that he wants to I think it's explore in yeah. his
2: like first trilogy yeah. was the pusher trilogy
0: oh mm. bronson and is him too isn't it yeah. yeah and that movie's really good but it, it's like every movie he goes further and further, <laughs> yeah. and further
2: i think drive might be a little more reserved yeah it's the more Ron's
0: drive is brilliant my so gosh
2: fantastic but yeah. the pusher trilogy if you guys haven't seen that it's excellent I mean, have mm-hmm. that's it's all about selling drugs in denmark but they <laughs> that first movie they hired real drug dealers to yeah. do it because they couldn't afford actors, and it's all like all right. <laughs> illegal filming and stuff. It's it's really good, mm. but dry- really. Have been... Mads Mickelson got
1: oh, found there. Really, okay. That's where he got found.
0: All right, I wrote it down. Um, but Neon Demon. Yeah.
1: It was freaking ridiculous, DC. and I don't know how because I love art house film. Mm-hmm. Like I think I have a really soft spot for it, especially in high school, discovering movies like um, *Pulp Fiction* and you know sex lies of videotape and really shaping my view of cinema in a mm-hmm. serious lens they i can, thank art house for that
0: the in indie and slash art house do things you can't see in mainstream movies because they it doesn't sell yes like the the things that are explored in something like brick mm-hmm. or uh, i'll use sunny as an example but that's not sexy it doesn't sell you mm-hmm. can't put a billboard up and get people excited to go see something like an art house movie yeah. or an indie flick
1: and uh yeah, totally. And like that's what I kind of look forward to, just to like balance out all these superhero movies, especially in the summer. I love me a good sleeper hit. Mm-hmm. And, We're and, almost to
0: August. August always offers up the sleeper hits. Yes, <laughs> crossing fingers. But I
1: don't know, it's, just, it's just disappointing to see cinema go down this path. You know what I mean? Because it's so, like you said, he makes films that are just exploitative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know what he's trying to comment on about kind of like female competition And the kind of dark underworld of the modeling industry. There's some cool, there's a lot of cool things to be said about this film. I think there are components of very interesting things that could be in a, you know, if it was in the hands of a different director, Mm -hmm. it could be a good movie. And I like the title, I like the look, I like everything except for him. He is the biggest problem about this movie. (laughs) And there's this scene where it will just like, even the most desensitized person going into this movie will come out in like, just pale-faced like, and just be shocked what? about what you just saw because like it's it, it was, does not need to be on screen <laughs> it was
0: weird seeing Elle fanning in that role mm. because i i she's so tr- she's so sweet she's this little kid in yeah. super eight and that's how i i like to remember her but everything she's done since like even maleficent i'm like eh, well, <laughs> this is weird it's weird you're growing up don't grow up <laughs> but she was really good i think she's oh, the yeah.
1: only good takeaway um, If anything, it's kind of like a this was like a dark fairy tale
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought Keanu had some interesting stuff for the first half, and then he just yeah. like disappears. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves is in the movie. <laughs> no, I had no
2: idea. I don't even think I've seen a trailer. I I knew what it was about. It was like. But you know what?
0: Mm-hmm. He's yeah. achieved what he probably wanted to achieve, which is conversation.
2: This is true. And like here, you guys are feeding the beast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We only get like maybe 100 listens on this podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) i will say though it's it's worth watching if you are an aspiring filmmaker because the way things are lit
3: Mm -hmm. the
0: the technicality of it is gorgeous
1: and there's like there's not a lot of movement in this in this kind of film it's like i don't want to compare it to wes anderson because it's completely different but there is a, a cool static quality to this film oh shit
0: it's 420 you probably got to get going, Steve. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I, 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 I totally just jumped at Let's, let's take yeah. a break then. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Steve, we got to depart. Um, Game of pl- Thrones. Are, are you on Twitter, Instagram, anything you want to plug real quick? Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find Steve here Is at The mind? Rewatch. We're <laughs> here at The Rewatchman. You can check out uh, episodes he's done, such as Glee. Ew. <laughs> uh. All right, Steve, thanks for, for joining us on this. Uh, we'll take a quick break here. We'll, ben and I will come back to talk about Game of Thrones.
2: <laughs> without
0: me without you I'm sorry uh, So it's so good <laughs> quick 60 seconds Game of Thrones go it's so good
2: I can't believe they said all of that shit they confirmed 20 years worth of theories this might be a little bit of a spoiler Cersei looked like a complete badass the Miguel Spachonic something like that he's awesome he should come back and do the whole next season but he's not announced why why uh Arya though. What? The rat king? She tells a story about that earlier? What? Uh White Walkers, they're gonna kill everyone. Um maybe Daenerys and John will do it. That'll be weird. Yeah,
0: they're cousins. Uh, <laughs> hey uh. Cersei. Oh, wait, I guess it is Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones. Here we got 15 seconds.
2: Uh, wow, Varys moved really quick. But did you notice Tyrell and Martell ships? What? <laughs> uh, where was Ghost? I wanted him to rip some people to shreds, but, you know, at least he didn't die. Would uh, have been
0: great if uh, when Sansa looked at, at, uh, at Ramsay's and he's like, that, my dog's answer to me, she would have been like, the answer to a a better master now and and ghosts just walked out of the shadows and mauled his ass well, that would have been pretty good but I'll give, I think, you, I'll give you an extra 10 seconds i think it but... was
2: very fitting that it was his own dogs that ripped him to shreds because it proved that no matter how much you think you tame something you treat it like shit it will bite back
0: boom there we go steve thank you for being on the cast today Woo! have fun at class go learn keep getting a's he's leaving he's leaving he's leaving <laughs> Hold on. no steve thank you for thank you for being involved in the episode um but a, a man has to go. A man has to That's go.
1: That's true. Um, a man has his job.
0: All right, well, uh, since Steve is gone, we can now wrap up the Sandlot episode. Uh, ben, uh, please, uh, where can people find you? Plug yourself. You Pla- plug it in. Plug it in.
1: You can find me on all things social media, the social media that all the kids are raving about, Mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. Benji Toes, B-E-N-J-I-T-O-E-S, at Twitter or at Instagram. I'm Mm -hmm. available on both platforms. Not Snapchat yet. Not Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm also the captain of Band with No Name Films. You can find us on Facebook at Band with No Name Films and YouTube as well. Mm
0: -hmm. You're working on a uh, short film.
1: Yes, I'm working on a short film called The Immortal Iron Fist. Not The Immoral Iron Fist. (laughs) 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 The Immortal. Immortal Iron Fist. Which is your... Marvel, Marvel Comics fan film yes. featuring a cast of all Asian Americans. I'm, mm. I'm really excited about that. And I'm also collaborating with my partners at NBC Asian America. It's a vertical of NBC News and we're producing NBC Asian America Presents Life Stories, a mini documentary series that focuses on influential Asian Americas in the country. Woo. That drops every Thursday morning uh, online. So yes. subscribe at NBC Asian America on Facebook or on YouTube.
0: Yeah, oh, And like on Facebook. And like on Facebook. Which is the easier way to get the content because it pops right up on your wall and yours is not the only series on there
1: no there's plenty of other series and it's a journalistic website so there's current events news through uh, op-eds editorials and other
0: articles cool uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at tcs big head and if you're listening to this on firmament films please head over to the movies section and check out a couple of the new films we have up we have interviewing 101 which is uh, a short little comedy uh, with all everything you would ever need to know about uh, doing a job interview, very, very important, very informative, very informative. Uh, you can also check out the uh, our Mawa- entry to the Milwaukee Forty-Eight Hour Film Festival, Screenwriter. You can screen write, or you can screen writer. Which, uh, congrats to the cast and crew, we won Audience Choice Award. Woo! And uh, the screening of the Best of, which we were all- we also have been lucky enough to be selected for, will be uh, mid-July. July twenty. I don't know when the, the date is. The 10th time in a row. Yeah. <laughs> it's a world
1: record No, No, no. <laughs> uh,
0: but check that out. We have uh, other short films coming up soon, actually. we've like Every month we have a short film on the schedule, or a, pro- a short project on the schedule. Yeah. Uh, you can also head over to the BitLife channel, uh, the BitLife show channel on YouTube, and check out the One Minute Rewatch. I am going to plug my show, One Minute Rewatch's most recent episode, which you will hear me say again, the highest level of difficulty I have ever given myself in something like this. <laughs> and it's
1: all in the nude.
0: It's all nude. So definitely. Oh, and they left. Everyone. <laughs> <everyone's, laughs> i be uh, like, ah, yeah. So uh, looking forward to any commentary, any comments, uh, reactions people might have to the Sandlots as we've discussed it. I hope some of you watch it. And, yeah, that's it. We did it. That's it. We, we done did it. It's 100 <laughs> degrees out, and we did it. Woo! I am T.C. DeWitt for Bento. Audible high five for Hello. Steve, who had to run out of here for all the rewatchmen, saying, You're killing me, Smalls. Forever. I keep doing what you're doing. Worst, worst outro ever. Worst <laughs> outro ever. <laughs> we'll work out. First you take the model. Then you take the note. you take the Then you take the Then you take the model.
3: In nice. liberating strife. <laughs>
0: Ben, I don't know what kind of s'more you're making. S'more than fetish? S'more than
3: something like this. Listen here. Oh, beautiful For spacious skies For amber waves of rain For purple mountain Majesties Now wait a minute. I'm talking about America, sweet America. You know, God done shed His grace on thee. He, he, he crowned thy good. Yes, He did. See, two shine and see. You know, I wish I had somebody to help me sing this.